Because I, I know, saw, uh, I saw a good post. Uh, mm, a oh yeah, good, he's got to have dinner. A good Facebook post about uh, Walking Dead, and I, I don't know why it was Captain Picard, but it was Captain Picard saying, "Who the fuck has been mowing the lawn in the post-apocalypse in everybody's house?" Right. <laughs> and they are, and they Is keep they keep having new uh, it's new the model zombie cars. Sheep. Because <laughs> they they keep using new model cars because they're as advertisements. Yeah, it's like free advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. coming up. Yeah, so, so yeah. Because no, apparently it's been like a year and a half. Well, all right, but you know, yeah. in the yeah. post apocalypse, right. and all those lawns are neatly mowed and taken care of. Well, yeah, it makes well, it's sense from a pure maintenance oh, yeah. standpoint. You're going to look for a newer car because it's going to be less yeah, likely but, to break down. But a year and a half later, that car wouldn't miles. exist. Yeah, but then they're like, <laughs> who right, made that like fucking off the car? Model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who made the 2014 it's, model? It's like zombie car maker. Yeah, the zombie Dodge. The department. GM I mean, is gro- the gro- groans and moans. The robots GM. are still around. Yeah, the robots groans are still making Groans and moans, them. motor company. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hyundai's like a big sponsor of the Walking Dead. go really bad. Like bad. Like bad. <laughs> I drive a Hyundai. Wait, what, what is Hyundai when you're not saying it as a zombie? <laughs> what is Hyundai? <laughs> Hyundai. 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 I think it's actually a fun day, but. Yeah. Kia. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey guys, he's relaxed. He's eating sweets. Let him be. Let him be. Welcome, yes. folks. It is Geek Shock number two twenty-seven. I am Master Torgo. My mouth is full. Eighties <laughs> Jeff, uh, Captain Luddite. Fact checked, Andy, and Bonzo the Beast. Yeah, we got a full catch for you this week. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's gentlemen. It's gentlemen. sagging from the weight, and, and I'm so glad you guys found your ways out of the out of, out of the cushions. Oh, whew. yeah. You're lucky that happened. <laughs> yeah, at all. It has been a while. It has mm-hmm. been a while. So I want to know what geeky things you do this week, gentlemen. I listened to Welcome to Night Vale. And what did you think? I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's um, a little something different. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, I'm, I kind of wonder what it's like when you listen to a bunch of episodes in a row. I, I assume a storyline sort of emerges out of the madness. No? Okay. I won't say a storyline emerges, at least not as far as I've gotten, mm-hmm. but... Connections know, do get made. You get Let's to know characters gotcha. in the relationship. What is and, this uh, you're talking about? Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah, you'd mentioned it a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, it's uh, uh, for those who don't know out there, it is uh, set in a small town in Arizona where weird things happen, and that's just an accepted part of life. And oh, well, okay. that's not that's that's not you know going right. far there because I lived in Arizona, and that's yeah that's. Right. But the structure of it is a kind of a community calendar radio show, so it's just one radio announcer uh, talking about kind of community events, and yeah, it's I've got a very Lovecraftian vibe to it. Yeah. Uh, it has its own sense of humor, but it's very very weird. Yeah. And for you know, geek shock listeners out on the East Coast, they are on tour right now. Uh, I think the Boston show is sold out, and they're playing in you know a bunch of places on the East Coast, and then they'll be playing in the Midwest. Uh, they played in Las Vegas the end of January. Did they? This yeah. is why he's fact checked. Wow. Fact check. Where can Andy. I find this? Um, just uh, Google Welcome ever- tonight. Actually, I couldn't remember the name the other day, and I just went down weird Las Vegas podcast, weird Arizona podcast, and boop, popped up right at the top. <laughs> you actually <laughs> looked that up? Yep. No, uh, that's it's 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 got a following, but I it's mean, called what? It, uh, Welcome, Welcome to Night Vale. Night Vale. 
No, I'm questioning the fact that he looked at Weird Arizona podcast. Well, I was, I was and trying, that's what he got. I was trying to remember the name, and I couldn't that, come that up that with Night Vale, and that's that found it. Sure. No, Wait, I'm just going to look up weird something like that from now on. Just weird everything. That's all you need. Put podcast at the end of it. You'll find it. Yeah. Get a lot of Weird Al, but it's all good. There's nothing wrong with that. Weird Al visits Arizona. Nothing wrong with that at all. That's like he's from Arizona. Is Al from Arizona? Yeah. I know he lives in California. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure I don't, out. I don't think you know Actually, Weird Al well enough to just call him Al, sir. Weird Al is not yeah, from Yeah, Torgo, you don't know Al. I'm going to double check. That familiarity. I died there. I the way I see it, I'm not familiar no, enough with him to give him nicknames. <laughs> I, don't, I was going to say, Weird Al's parents died in his childhood home in... Uh, uh, Linwood, California. Oh, okay. Linwood. Okay, <laughs> that's right. Straight out of Linwood. I don't know where Arizona that's from. Never mind. I just fact checked. Fact checked. Oh, nice. damn! Tonight is make shit up, Andy. You've, yes. been, fa- you've been fact checked, sir. Yes, you've been checked. No, my my question is like, how would you know that weird shit is going on in Arizona? Because <laughs> the people in that state are fucking nuts. They're a little. I will vouch for that. Because I was Cause born there and I used to live there, yeah. so it's like I mean, just all even I mean, I'm not even going into details, but yeah. with all the shit that's been in the news in this last week, I'm oh, like, yeah, it's pretty Please bad. Don't. I am don't. so glad I do not live in Arizona. God. So glad I, I do not. I've live got there. friends that won't go there. I would literally smack of some of my neighbors. I would be like, full on facepalm. A palm to the face and be like, <laughs> and then face palm. Well, and then and, and then, then you know, palm. first it's I would probably face palm after I heard what they said, and then I would probably full on smack them. And I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Well, have you been to Arizona? Uh, once. That's all you need. Yeah. You well, yeah. But pretty much. You know. I, I seriously, Arizona is like 30 minutes from this house, and I know people that won't cross that border. Nice. Well, and the only reason I went down it's, there is my, you know, my great aunt lives there, and you know, I've got. Cousins and second cousins. Yeah, my, mom, said. my mom and, and my sister. No reason really to go back. Yeah, my mom and my sisters live there, and barring any, you know, like real crisis, like you know, death or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you won't ever find me back there again. If they didn't have you know natural wonders, there'd be no reason. Yeah, to I was say Grand Canyon in Sedona. That's, not, that's pretty nice. And of course, there's the uh, Flintstones uh, yeah. theme park on the way to Grand theme Canyon. Theme park in quotation marks. Yeah, have you been to that? Petrified. Uh, no, I haven't, uh, but I've heard all about petrified it. Petrified buildings. <laughs> There is there's a, there's one in Arizona that's Flintstones themed. Yeah, it's on. It's actually between. I believe Williams there's one in every and, state uh, between Williams and uh, <laughs> Grand Canyon. Well, because there's one in South Dakota that calls itself Jellystone. Oh yes, and I've been there that's when different. I was a kid. That's Yogi Bear. Yogi, yeah. That's Yogi Bear. Oh shit! Yogi Bear. But there's probably Flintstone shit there. Well, yeah, but they, yeah, like yeah. they have a full on recreation like a of bedrock. That's a yeah, this, this one's got like a whole thing. bunch of cement like, houses and yeah, cement, yeah, yeah. This, this one does too. That are dinosaurs and. You climb in, I'm going, I wonder how many scorpions are in here. <laughs> <laughs> and and against Arizona's thing, I mean, they also do have Tombstone, which is, which is great. cool. Yeah, which is great pizza. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Good pizza. Actually, there's a town I really want to go back to there called Jerome that's built on the switchbacks yes. of a mining. It's, a, it's an old mining town, and it's built on switchbacks. Oh, wow. So as you're driving through the town, you look up, and you're seeing you know the, the bottom of the house, and you turn the corner, and you're looking down on the house. Like Minas Tirith. Creepy. Yeah. Ah, how about that for some decent? There's some, there decent, you go. You there's some decent wine these days coming out of Arizona as well. Okay, so it has a few things. Yeah, a, a few, few things, things, but not many. The it's people a there pretty are big fucking place. There's bound to be a couple good things. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Very little has changed since Chuck D and Public Enemy. I was there, going tirade. to mention that song, Paul, by the time I get to Arizona. Mm-hmm. The wine that's coming out of Arizona right now is, why can't we be nice to the Leave gays? it to you to mention that song <laughs> and not me. Good call. I don't think there's any of that wine going on. <laughs> oh, there's liberals there. They're just you know, hiding. Just few and far between, I guess. That wine is so bitter. 
<laughs> well, I went to. Uh, <laughs> are gay people making it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but wouldn't that make them the, their 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 key demographic for the wine sales? And like, are they, and they're they're offending the people, the very people that they sell to. They're exporting. Oh, okay. <laughs> One of the geeky things you got to get off your chest. I went gents. to the Pixies on Sunday. Ooh, I'll take it. How nice. was it? They were great. Um, you know, it's Kim Deal not being in the band is okay. This is uh, their third bassist um, now. Uh, Kim so Deal Kim Deal was not with them. On no, this that, she had, hasn't been for a while. She left to redo some breeder stuff, mm-hmm. and the breeders will probably be, be getting back together. Oh, oh you mean the band? Something. Okay, yes, exactly. yeah, I thought she was having kids. <laughs> no, no, the band. <laughs> the band. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> She got more sense after than that. the discussion right. about the gays. Uh, no, uh-huh. she, um, she, yeah, she was. I didn't there. realize she was. See, well, I'm glad I didn't go see him then because I'm more of a Kim Deal fan than I am. Even that's a Black fine, Francis. but uh, I love the, Black Francis too. But, but the girl that the girl had that has been filling in for the tour and whatnot, she wasn't on the record, but she's been filling in for the tour. She's really good. Her name is Poslin Chanton, mm-hmm. and she was the original bassist of A Perfect Circle. Okay. Uh, for the first record, not the second record, just the first record. Um, but she's really good. Very talented bassist. Got the perfect tone of voice for Kim Deal. Uh, they played about 24 songs, 25 songs. You know, Great, solid, really solid show. They played old stuff. I mean, they really, di- you know, they really dived into their catalog, mm-hmm. and I was just very thoroughly impressed being there. And this is my third time seeing the Pixies, so I'll never, I'll never say I will not go see them. There is one of those bands you have. They, to my see. brother got me a palms? great live the recording. Joint. Oh, joint. He saw them in Austin a couple years ago and got me a great live recording. Of uh, they did three shows in a row at night or something like that, two shows in a row, and they recorded both of them and sold them as uh, like really nice CDs. So I've got a really great live Pixies from that I'm show. A, I, if I don't have it already, I might have to have it burn, burn it that. Yeah, yeah, it's re- it's a really good, it's a good solid solid performance. I got to buy some more old Pixies again too because yeah, they're they're wonderful. We get so interesting to sort of slipping through like the Smithereens came to town. But wow. they played a midnight show at a hockey rink. At the Wranglers Arena, in, yeah. yeah. In, after the hockey game. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Now, didn't the uh, lead singer of the Smithereens, he had a show at the Riviera for a while, just him on a mic. That sounds That's familiar. It. No guitar, yeah. no piano, yeah. no nothing. Just no. just him going, well, <clears throat> no, just thanks. A one-man show. Thanks for coming out. Stories. Uh so today I was shopping at the uh, yeah, grocery that's store. Exactly what you want. <laughs> there you go. And I was looking that's for the, the right cantaloupe. And I still don't understand how you pick a cantaloupe. That was just his show. Yeah, all yeah. Day. Other than that, um, I caught up surprising on surprising it closed. Oh, sorry. It's just like Shatner's show. <laughs> that would be that'd be kind of funny. Actually, I'd like to see that. It's just called the Reens. The Reens. <laughs> or the Smith. No, nope, just the, the Smith? Reens. No uh, Smithers. No. Just Ooh, I had the Reens last week. <laughs> Got to quit eating all that eating pineapple. the wrong cantaloupe. Well, uh, did you did you know every time that Paul comes to do the ugly couch, he's got the Reens already. Nah. Every time Paul comes, I get the Reens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I also it's caught a up a on a little bit thing. of TV this weekend. Um, oh shit! I was what you know. I watched my shows on sh- uh, Showtime, like Shameless and House of Lies, and but there was oh, a yes. trailer that caught my eye for a new TV show that they have called uh, Penny Dreadful. Oh, really? Yeah. That's coming I'm up. very anxious for this show. This is a Victorian era kind of show where they focus on the monsters, and it didn't like it didn't show any of the monsters in there. But geez, it like it, there was some creepy shit going on in there, and I loved every second of it on Showtime, correct? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think based on the the old Penny Dreadful um, uh, novels. Not, no, well, they weren't. They weren't even novels. Novelettes. They were like they were little they pulp, were, little pulp yeah. like yeah. comics in the in Britain. They were yeah. they were. Pre-Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But this this show looks actually quite astonishing to me, and it, uh, it has uh, Eva Green. For those of you who don't know who she is, she was in uh, Casino Royale. She played yep. uh, Vesper, 
And then, of course, uh, Josh Hartnett as well. I haven't seen that guy in a while. Yeah, true. But yeah, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing at all. <laughs> I was thinking of that. but Holly, Hollywood homicide kind of killed his career or it something. It might have. <laughs> uh, but everything uh, everything looks good in there. I mean, it just it's it's going to be good, especially bit being on Showtime, so it could push some boundaries. Uh, I mean, if you've ever seen Shameless, you know that show pushes some boundaries. Oh, yes. Both the English version and the American version. I still haven't sat down and watched the English version. I have it in my queue on Netflix, and, and I just haven't. Netflix. Haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. But I'm looking forward to that. I'm not sure when it starts. I think May, maybe, but definitely looking forward to that. I watched a couple episodes of Leverage this weekend. Which, well, I, uh, I always I like loved that show. That show. Yeah, but I know, like a good heist. That's what I was yeah. I was in the mood for heisting. And, and the thing about that that I wanted to point out, geek-wise, I'm only five or six episodes in, Yeah. but the, the, the magic hacker in there, the guy that yeah. can do things with computers that you really can't do, but you know, yeah, it's yeah. a standard character now. Um <laughs> is also a mega nerd and he's black and there's no mention of it. There's no backstory why we have to explain why there's a black nerd. I know there's black nerds. I'm just surprised, you know, Hollywood is colorblind casting, man. That's it's well, I mean, it's well, we're embracing a reality in life. It's a show that really (laughs) never got, I mean, it, it got quite the cult following like geeks kind of latched on to it. It ran six or seven years. I mean, it did. uh, okay. I want to say it only went five seasons because they did that little half season thing. But still that's pretty solid uh, run. Uh, TNT kind of just unceremoniously canceled it and didn't really say anything until they just said, you know they just didn't put it on the schedule and then they was just and then they officially noticed notified uh, but it was it uh, the last couple episodes uh, were clearly an ending though I, I'm trying to think of the producer name but he's like um, Mr. Wienerson yes that's yes. the one thank Mr. you Mr. Wienerson it's not um, uh, he does Kurt, all the good shows but it's Curly Wienerson of, it's Curly got a lot Wienerson. of geek pedigree anyway because a lot of the writers on there have written for. <laughs> Uh, geeky things that we watch, uh, as well as uh, Jonathan Frakes directed several episodes. I'm okay. a producer. Of that. Um, Curly Will Wheaton made more than a couple appearances on the show. Oh, cool! You're um, finding them. You're finding them. A lot them. of the guest it's... stars they get were, you know, people that just absolutely adored the show, and they're like, "Hey, we would love to be on here." You know, and I noticed one of, the, one of the first guests, actually the first guest star, was the guy from uh, Warehouse 13. Um, oh, Saul. Uh, yeah, what is his name? Yeah, what is his name? I don't know, but I'd like to say that uh, ever since you guys let Jeff speak, he's been talking a lot more, I've noticed. Yeah. We've always let Jeff speak. No, just in the past few weeks. (laughs) I spent all day. I'm still just too tired. (laughs) That's really what it it comes down to is if Paul is too tired, I get to talk. We Uh, had to drug Paul to let it happen, but (laughs) it happened. Dean yeah, Devlin, who's always trying to think of. Dean he Devlin just walked has. in the door. Well, that's part of the problem. That don't worry. That sweet tea will catch up with him. Don't. That's not a well. Okay. Concern. Just just to let you folks know out there in in uh, you know yes, internet land, what is world? dinner? Tonight? Paul is has already finished a batch of El Fudge cookies. He is currently on gummy a lifesavers. Batch. A batch. Yes. A sleeve. And a small and sleeve. He is drinking sweet tea. So at <laughs> some point in this show. The sugar rush is going to kick in. Not to mention four or five bites we'll be of doomed. some meat stick. Paul, is there a brundle fly thing going on over there? <laughs> it could be. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> you look rather lo- relaxed today, Paul. I'm pretty chill today. Yeah. yeah. Look at you. Wait till the gummy bears kick in. Yep. No joke. But anyway, it's like, like yeah. a life contemplation look. I, you know, just, I didn't do anything this week. I was busy. So I just right. worked. Sucked. I hate it. <laughs> Boom. Fair we all enough. have those weeks. Oh, it's garbage. No, it's not for me. No, this is not. Oh, I hate it. I want to get up to goofiness. I bought a Mario pillow yesterday. 
That, well, that's a good that's that's a start. That's geeky. Right? Yeah, that's geeky. That's about it. The yeah. way you said it was like, I bought Wait. a Mario <laughs> pillow. <laughs> you know what you should have did to go along it with that Mario cool. pillow? You should have got some of that Super Mario Brothers Campbell soup. This yep. is not one of those creepy giant sized Japanese hugging pillows. You're not like sleeping nope. with Mario, right? No, is the big Mario pillow what is, is just a that? Mario is basically a stuffed Mario. Uh-huh. But he's they call him a pillow because he's big and soft and he has a uh, zipper in the back where he can put pajamas. It's yeah, like that's an overnight buddy. Oh, yeah, okay. that's true. You're putting but, So you are sleeping with him. I'm not sleeping with him. Yet. Paul? Yet. Just so you no. know. He's told me no several <laughs> that, times. No means no. <laughs> that's that's the the no no means a no. Buying a Mario <laughs> pillow might be nerdier than anything I've ever done. Is that the only way you so, can be close to skills now? There you go. So, the Paul pillow. wins the podcast. Um, <laughs> For the day. I bought yeah. that. I bought, I went on a bit of a spree last night. I got that. <laughs> I got a Lego set from the Lego movie that has the Unikitty in it. Thought what I'd did spoil. you say? I no, we're, I just, we're just laughing at this. The phrase, I went on a bit of a spree. So, <laughs> let me get this straight. I thought when I'd you're, spoil when you're sad and unhappy, you go on a, a nerd shopping spree? No, I wasn't sad and unhappy. So it's kind of like your chocolate, right? I was actually happy. I'm just enjoying the idea of a spree as opposed to your gen- your general quiet, casual buying. <laughs> <laughs> what he meant to say is he ate a roll yeah. of spree. No, it is. No, I get it. Yes, now I get it. It is, yeah. My sprees, yeah. My sprees consist of me walking around Walmart at 1 a.m. I only spree. Bu- <laughs> um, <laughs> I only buy time to shop there because there's nobody in yeah, there's there. Nobody that there, is not true at all. But you get there. Well, there are a few. You but push you get, the cart and ride it and go. You spree! get high as fuck <laughs> off the cleaning chemicals. <laughs> You're constantly dodging the giant uh, sweeper. And and the crates of stuff yeah. in the middle of and everywhere. It's fucking is a little bit of a challenge, but I got through. Um, there were far fewer people there. I love it. Um, yeah. Usually less babies, which is my big. I'm yeah, like, that's... get these babies out of here. But then there's always babies at 2 in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck with babies at 2 in the morning? But anyway, um, I got the Lego movie set that has the Unikitty and Wild Style and the guy and a robot. So you've seen it. I haven't. What? I know. I haven't seen it yet. I ain't done shit. I told you I ain't done shit. I saw it last week. It's, but I it was got, really good. I got that set because I wanted that set. And they sold out of them uh, a couple weeks ago. And I knew they'd come have them back. Then I got, uh, they have a new Lego set called death star troopers and uh it's awesome it has two crimson guard two crimson guard minifigs and two death star uh cannon operators ion cannon operator minifigures so it's just a collection of minifigures or is it actually something to build there's something there's a, one of those ion cannons to build okay you know those ones that they that rotate. Shoot off the Death Star, yeah. Yeah, the, the, not the big one. Okay. The little guys that they rotate, that one person sits in the side. Yeah, okay. Like the side cannon They're shooting at the X-Wings in right. the original. Yep. So there's one of those. Um, but I'm probably never going to build that thing. But I put together the minifigs, so it was a good, good little deal. And uh, I can, well, I can I probably get? lend you Duncan if you want to get him built. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not saying I don't have the time to build it. I'm just like, I'm not going to. I just wanted the minifigures more than anything. <laughs> they're getting closer and closer to just selling minifigures, but they're still packing them in with, with, with stuff. I don't know. See, Didn't they just announce that they're going to release, like there's a, a spaceship that gets built in the movie that they're actually going to release as a kit now? I, Probably. I swear I remember seeing that this week. Too. They're selling everything Lego at this point. Lego's yeah. got it all. 
So yeah, and Zach. what else did I get? That was it, really. Those yeah, were so my that's your, only your two or three things. I only bought three He-Man figures this week. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> I bought a bunch of He-Man too. But that's separate. That's every month, every week. That's yeah. Well, it, this was different because they've got a new th- subline. Oh. They got a new subline. Another subline. Yeah. So there's the She-Ra subline I told you about right. last week. That I'm gonna have to buy that Club Etheria. But there's another little mini line that they're doing, a true mini line. They're doing these mini figures, right? So they're only about, I don't know, two and a half, three inches tall, if okay. that. And they're just micro versions of the of some of the main figures, right? But the new set that they're coming out with, they came out with these guys at Comic-Con. They came out with He-Man and Skeletor in mini versions. Well, this first new wave, they're going to do five more packs, double packs, and they come with a piece of a mini Castle Grayskull now, too. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. So I'd been debating and hemming and hawing. I got a little extra money. I was like, all right, fine. Because in a couple of weeks, they're coming, and in a couple of months, they're going to, one of the packs is uh, Stratos and Scareglow, and I just really like Scareglow. He glows in the dark. <laughs> I hope so. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what? What was I that? I bit my mouth. You bit your mouth. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure your house is filled with a gargantuan size amount of toys, am I right? Oh yeah. No, a yeah. room is one room. room. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually your house is going to be. You ever? You remember the uh, Shel Silverstein book where the sidewalk ends? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you remember the story where Sylvia Stout would not take the garbage out? Yes. Oh yeah. That's you. You were starting to remind me of that. Uh, he's not quite a hoarder. Not quite there. I'm not saying hoarder. He's I'm just a hmm. very neat collection. But yeah, he's 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 three cats away from a crazy cat lady. Yeah. It's, it's dense. <laughs> It's dense. At this point, it's a little fucking tough. <laughs> I got to rearrange. It's just, it is. It's just really goddamn dense. I'm on the edge of food stamps, and you're buying your weight in polyvinyl. Well, <laughs> you you chose to be a journalist. I made the sensible decision and yes. followed an acting career. <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't follow an acting career. You followed an improv acting career. You're right. Thank you. Which even, even a solider right? career choice. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, that was my mistake for getting a grown-up's job. I was not... <laughs> Basically, he just shot like, this side like, of the couch down. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, you want to go to Yale or be an improv actor? Either way, golden parachute guaranteed. <laughs> I thought the golden shower was guaranteed. Oh, a golden shower is yeah. guaranteed Only when you're R. Kelly, buddy. You're on Paul's no. You got enough money. Not without the tip. Um, that's where it comes from. Whiz. Bing, bang. We're talking about peeing on people. <laughs> I believe. Oh, that's what that means. means. That's what that means. Oh, wait. Golden shower. It's got sky. nothing to do with the type of metal used in the fixtures on your sink. It's all about whizzing. Hey. <laughs> I, how I, I miss that the banana. <laughs> how I miss that. I've done nothing but build contraptions of Minecraft. So unless anybody else got something else, uh, I spent all day yesterday watching, uh, rewatching the uh, the miniseries Traffic, the original one. The I BBC never saw one. the miniseries. It's definitely worth watching. It is a. It's not. I don't know how geeky of a thing it is, except that I spent all day watching an entire miniseries. Um, it is a. An amazingly powerful, intricate look into the complicated world of drugs and heroin in 1990 that was coming from Pakistan into Germany and uh, England and Europe and everything. Okay. So if you like the movie at all, you would for the story and the, the you know the levels and how it tries to see the story from all angles, you would like the miniseries quite a bit. The only thing you got to get around is uh, there's a pretty predominantly the movie is looped 
uh, oh, okay. sound wise. Yeah, so and I don't know why. Over stuff. I, I don't know why because they're all speaking English, but I think they just had really bad sound. And so they had to fix it. But in other scenes, they're not. So there's it's some far se- too apparent when it happens. There are a few scenes where you're sort of like, it's pretty apparent. But it also just has that feel of something that was made in the late 80s. You know, so it's all that tech, uh, uh, electronic orchestra sort of. Angelus. Soundtrack by well, John or Tangerine Dream. You know, Twin, <laughs> well, or Twin Peaks, you know, that sort okay. of. You know, yeah. it has that same kind of vibe. But it's a great. If you're up for a six-hour story about how uh, complicated the drug problem is, especially in Pakistan, with, I'm kind of up for that. Yeah, especially in Pakistan with the heroin and everything, because Poppy, the Poppy, the, you can call me Poppy. Puppies, puppies, the, the, the growing that you wish. It's like a weed. Yeah, in the Pakistan. opium poppy. Yeah, it's, yeah, the it's opium everywhere. Yeah, and it's easy to grow, and it's easy. You know, it takes a fraction of the water of any other, and people buy it, and it, and there's a lot of uses for it that aren't heroin. Mm-hmm. But it's very yeah. Like so so the farmers are like, why the hell should I do that? Why should I grow corn, which is going to cost me four times as much, and I can only sell it for half as much when I can just you know this doesn't make any sense. Capitalism. Uh, uh, well, or just I need to feed my family. You know, yeah. it's simple yeah. as that. But you can't feed your family. He, on. he did mention he did say Twin Peaks, which interestingly enough, when I go to uh, yeah, a little off topic there. You did no, no, say no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I just love that you feel. Wait a t- minute. Hold on a fucking second. I know. Stop the goddamn presses. He's drinking what? bliss. What is that? Neuro bliss. What? I've never seen that kind of bottle. This it's is new. white raspberry neuro bliss. What? White raspberry neuro bliss. What kind is it? White raspberry neuro bliss. <laughs> <laughs> it's neuro bliss. But what kind it's is it? Neuro bliss. Neuro bliss. White raspberry. I don't know what answer you're looking for at this yeah, point. I am like, there's, <laughs> there's. Like, neuro bliss. There's neuro sleep. There's neuro sonic. Oh, there's neuro that. Okay, it's bliss. That's what we what said. What did I just say? Bliss. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Neuro Bliss was the generic name. By the way, name folks, the my, 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 my holder, uh, I'm like holding it like five, five feet it's away. Like, no, no, but I just it's I like thought. the test tone is running yeah, through his head boy. right now. Uh, like, like, what does this huh? say? Huh? It says your mom. How about that? <laughs> I get it. Dude, you're drinking your mom? One, That's sick. I've never seen one like that. That's hilarious. Anyways, <laughs> yes, I'm drinking Neuro Bliss it's White a new Raspberry. Bottle. Yes, they put it. How in is it bottle. with the White Raspberry? It's not, there's two different flavors. Apparently, my girlfriend today got me White Raspberry, and there's another different flavor. But it's it tastes really good. It, it's just really, really. This is really relaxing. I'm I'm here. Do they call it White Raspberry because the juice is white? No, no there are actual white raspberries in the world. Why's it got to be a white raspberry, man? That's, I'll tell you why. Shit. <laughs> Let's see, Paul. Neural Bliss helps reduce stress, enhances mood, provides oh, focus, concentration. <laughs> I've God got I've it. got Bonzo shilling for me. Bonzo is shilling for me. What's God. this? Does he, does, I, don't, I don't think he even knows this bit, does he? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So. I, would you would you I'm like sorry, drop my microphone in disgust? <laughs> Other ingredients: carbonated water. Crystalline fructose, natural uh, flavors, citric acid, malic acid, potassium sorbate, sodium benzoate, sucralose, uh, acesulfame, potassium, uh, soy lecithin, and cholesterol, whatever that word is. Yeah, and rat cancer. contain soy. So, uh, once again, uh, our thanks to our sponsors, NeuroBliss. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> really appreciate you guys hooking us up. This white raspberry, I'll have to give it a try. It's almost like you planned it. Yeah, I did. I haven't seen this guy in two weeks, but more or less talk to him. <sighs> Anyway, but uh, so when I go to New Orleans. But wait, what kind is it? 
It's white raspberry. <laughs> no, but what kind of neurobliss is it? <laughs> exactly. I swear to God, I, I, I was having flashbacks. What kind is it? I was having flashbacks <laughs> to that old. Jeff uh, is actually looking at the website right now. <laughs> I was going to look to see the flavors, but I was having flashbacks to that old uh, whatchamacallit commercial. Oh. But what do you call it? Yeah. Whatchamacallit? Yeah. But what do you call it? <laughs> But what is it called? <laughs> what they don't show in that commercial is like the next scene where the the, oh, the, just the hillbilly the just stabbed his friend to death. <laughs> and he's like, I only asked you to tell me what it was called. You didn't have to go down this route. I'm getting out my stabbing stick. <laughs> so, like yeah, back to the Twin Peaks thing. Sketch from um, Kids in the Hall. When I, uh, when I head to New Orleans, we're staying at this the Palmer House. That's what it's called. And the person who runs the house, her name is Laura. Doesn't it cost you extra to Palmer? <laughs> I'll ask her. <laughs> You'll ask her. It's included. I'll ask her. I hardly know her. It's included Wait, in the what? price. It's included in the price. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. Really? Palming, oh, really? Palming is, is included in the you price. Looked up the new you realize White how this raspberry is your fault. and summer citrus berry. Yes, we have summer citrus berry in my house. What are the others? No, 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 That's it. no. That's it. Well, no. If summer citrus berry, what are the rest? White raspberry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> some, you said, dummy. some are summer citrus berry and wow, summer. They've released summer a lot grapes. of new flavors. Summer grapes. Summer. I just stole just um, a look. Summer, summer just whatever they want to be. Summer asparagus. <laughs> summer you. Some are asparagus. We don't like to hang out with them. Summer asparagus. Neuro bliss. I don't want to drink my asparagus. <laughs> Neuro bliss. Summer passion fruit. <laughs> There's apparently some new stuff that's going on here with Neuroin. Oh, very exciting. A batch of stuff. That's like just a, not happening. No, don't give a shit about Welcome to the NeuroBliss <laughs> podcast. <laughs> NBC. That's what I'm missing. Everything you those. wanted to know about NeuroBliss. I got to get Every those week, fucking things, man. By. This is so relaxing. Sweet tea ain't doing it for me. It brought to that you thing, by. That thing's jazz me up. This relaxes me, man. Well, they jazz me up. <laughs> I'm missing it. NBC is bringing back Heroes. Yeah, boo. What? Boo earns. I just sold my f- season one set. I'm, I'm just going to read earns. from the, uh, the the PR. So this is all f- PR bullshit. An iconic series that still commands a rabid fan base. Oh, boo if you're a rabid <laughs> fan of that series. <laughs> boo on you. Heroes will return to the network in 2015 as an event miniseries with original creator and executive producer Tim Kring at the helm. It was announced today by NBC Entertainment President Jennifer Salk. NBC has ordered 13 episodes for a new standalone story arc entitled Heroes Reborn, with all details of storylines and characters being kept under wraps. Quote, the enormous impact Heroes had on television landscape when it first launched in 2006 was eye-opening, said NBC Entertainment President Jennifer Salk. Shows with that kind of resonance don't come around often, and we thought it was time for another installment. We're thrilled that the visionary creator Tim Kring was as excited about jumping back into this show as we were, and we look forward to all the new textures and layers Tim plans to add to his original concept. We are as creatively bankrupt as you think we are. Shows like that don't come along that often, so we're not going to bother to create another one. <laughs> we're just going to repeat it so it's mm. not a new show that's so exciting. Shit. <laughs> Until we get closer to air in 2015, the show will be appropriately shrouded in secrecy, but we won't rule out the possibility of some of the show's original cast members popping back in. I would, because they're going to charge real money. Fuck that shit. 
garbage, garbage, garbage. I, I I'll tell you, I enjoyed the first season. I had a good time with it. The but, second season was but okay, but it was yeah. so full of promise that was never acted upon, and it was just dick tease after dick tease. I felt you like, had you had a writer strike in there. You had you know yeah. you also had all kinds of Hayden Penitentiary. Yeah. Well, you also had the thing we always talk about. They, it became a hit right away. So they're like, oh, this thing's going to last. So we better just stretch draw it, out. it out. Draw yeah, it out so we can get so eight dumb. years out of this bitch. And then they got two. Yeah. It, was, it was just bad news. No, they had Bears. three, they but had the three. third season sucked ass. Nobody because remembers it. Yep. Yeah. Well, it started to suck in the second season. I mean, the second, the second season, season was good, kind of fell apart. But though. it fell apart at the end because the writer's strike was happening and, you know, you know, uh, I remember reading like Kring and and a couple of the other producers were trying to finish up these scripts that were like mostly done, but yeah. and then and then uh, NBC is like, oh, well, we're gonna have a third season, and so they're like, well, what are we gonna do with this? And you know, because how are we gonna carry this on into the next season? And I can't remember if I made it for the second season. It was it was a victim of you're right. It was a it was a victim of its own success. Plus Start the writer's the strike. Second season was pretty exciting, and yeah. then it pretty quickly started going downhill. Was it third season sort of when Hero it. went back in time? No, second season. What a bunch of garbage! All of it garbage. It made uh, me really Japan sad. Thing. Yeah, it all made me sad because it did have real potential, but they just pooped it all away. But I the that's a lot of. Bullshit about oh yeah that's just what, it, that's why I wanted to read from the, the PR structure yeah. of television and television was never the same after well, this groundbreaking show blah, it was blah, blah, it, blah, blah, it got lumped in with Lost uh, people were it seeing did, like a, it? It, it got lumped yeah, in with okay, Lost people that. were feeling like oh this is a new golden age yeah TV for, really for about for about a year there people were like oh wow because and it, and it did it was like oh it, it, it truly those two shows were the last gasp of network TV the last anything appointment television where people weren't DVRing or, you know, instant viewing every single thing. You know, people would still, you know, DVRs weren't as prevalent at that point. I don't think people you may have still, a point there. I think it's come back though. Cause be I think that's, I think that's, that's, well, that's why the executives feel like, Oh my, remember, remember how it was back before, back when people watched commercials, but it's coming back. Cause you know, because they're creatively bankrupt. Well, no, cause no, the appointment TV is coming back. Because of shows that are happening, like AMC. I mean, people are watching Walking Dead when it airs. People are watching were watching Breaking Bad when it aired. True, they're having big parties to Mad watch that Men shit. Fans who don't want to, they don't want to get the spoilers from the friends who mm -hmm. do watch it from Facebook. So they're going to watch it while it's happening. Okay, you know, so it is starting to come back a little bit, but not you know not nearly what it used to be, and it never will because of DVRs. It's just. And that's the exact reason I do not watch some of the bigger shows. Or if I do, like if I watch Mad Men, I'm watching it as it happens. That's like the only big show that I know society watches, like as a whole when I'm watching it. Yeah. Every other show, like Shameless or House of Lies, none of my friends are talking about. So I feel fine DVRing that till I get home. Okay. That's the one of the possibilities I've never seen Breaking Bad, never watched a damn episode. That's one of the possibilities that I've never seen. You know, I, I was into The Walking Dead up until, like I said, about the second season. And then I was just like, you know what? I think I might be done. You think Same you made the right call, dude? Huh? You made the right call. I'm I'm trying to get through season three, trying to finish it off. It's oh, so you're not lame. digging it? No. Well, I, if if you come to it with a from a place of knowledge of the original comic, I mean, it's fascinating. If you if you parallels. haven't seen the governor in the comic, three is pretty good. If I've you, never seen it, the governor right. in the comic. If you yeah. but if you know the governor from the comic, that governor is really really neutered. Not so. yeah, yes. Oh, the TV it, version. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I hear he's very tame. Yeah. In, in in every way, and not only neutered, but uh, he's also been whitened. 
Yes, he has been whitened. There's it's no just kind of like, what the fuck? I don't know, man. I it's mean, by just... the end of the third season with the governor, he gets pretty fucking evil. But it, yeah, but, but they kind of want you to sort of like him at again, first. It's, and I'm like, why can't he just be bad news right off the start? Uh, and what well, season well, are we in yeah, now on, like, on television? Now it's what, five. I think it's it, they just started five. five. Well, no, second half. Of second four. half of four. Oh, you're right. I don't want to spoil it, but I, I definitely don't. think that they were trying to make him <laughs> a little too sympathetic in the beginning. In the beginning, they and wanted then to they figured it out. Yeah, why the two characters might think he was cool. Yeah. I but, think in the beginning of the, yeah. you know what I mean. It's, yeah, that, so, that will be rectified, Paul. Just, just stick stick with it. It's not. I've watched. It's garbage. I've watched. I'm almost done with it. It's just. And I will say, season poop, poop, four, poop. terrible, awesome, really I enjoyed yeah. season four. Yeah. There were the leading up to the end of the first half. There were a couple episodes that I felt were unnecessary, mm-hmm. but the final season show, the first half was. Awesome. And now what they're doing now is really interesting. It's so the been... first three seasons are probably on Netflix, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe even four now since five's airing? Not yet. No, no. Five's not airing. We're in the second half of four. Yeah. So oh, okay. four will not be until probably the <laughs> next, summer. About yeah, this time next fall. year. We're three yeah. episodes into the, the second, second half of the half fourth of, season. Yeah, so I necessarily don't have to binge watch. No. I yeah. could just take my time. and Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. you might find yourself binge You can't binge watch that. I can't binge watch no, that I, show. It's good to get a break from it. It's too harsh. Mm-hmm. It's too depressing. It is very Even though depressing. it's not that well done in some points, it's still sad and tragic. I, yeah, I that I is all tragedy. I think mm-hmm. I mentioned before I'm, I'm still in season two and I can't watch the end of an episode. I have to watch like 10 minutes past because mm-hmm. I can't, stand you can't handle it. They do a fair amount of fingers. Yeah. What's the girl's name? Which one? Who is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, with um, there's Andrea Marchand. Um, I can't stand Andrea. Marchand doesn't come along till three. Yeah, no, it's what's your name? The one uh, who's with with Glenn, I, uh, oh, Maggie. Uh, Maggie, yeah, Maggie. She's a good character. I just want Maggie. all Maggie channel. I know. Tell me about. It. <laughs> Tell me I about. Don't want, she's pretty. I awesome. don't even want. That's a beautiful want woman, Maggie. Yeah, she's beautiful gorgeous. woman, and she's good in the show. And she, you know, I think she. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, what they do with Andrea in season three, I hate it too. You, just, you start to dislike her. Not that you like her in the first place. <laughs> I was never crazy about her, but now you, by yeah. third season, you're sort of like. What? It's just. The, oh, and, just and the kill actress, her already. she just really gets. Yeah, just kill like, her already. What the? What are you doing? <laughs> I, mean, I know that's not the easiest material to work with right now, but yeah. come on. She just. <laughs> Is it's it Neelix? So, she's real stagey. And is it weird. Neelix bad? She, huh? She's, is it Neelix bad? No. She has, no. She has nothing's one, as bad as Neelix. She has one emotion, and that's incredulous. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I can't believe. Yeah. And she constantly can't believe what's happening. Yeah. Just every five seconds, like, what? You know, How the? You know what? Huh? You're in a fucking you mean zombie this? apocalypse. What? Whoa. How can you not Why believe we, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> she doesn't. Yeah. She really. She's very one note. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's just like, huh? Whoa. How? Whoa. Uh, no, I spent, uh, I spent most of season uh, three wishing they would just kill Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> just wishing like some zombie would pop out of nowhere and bite her, yep. you know, and just get it over with. I yep. love how there's always that character on a TV show when you're watching it. There's just one person that you just want to see fucking like fly off a cliff or get pushed over a building, and it just never happens. 
I can't say that happens to me that often that there's a character that drives me nuts like that. But she's she drove me fucking bananas. There's a guy like and that. And there's a lot of Andrea in season three. Oh my god. Yeah, that's so the thing. It's that's like, why you're having trouble. That, yeah, I was gonna say three. that oh. that really sets it. That's why he's having trouble. Oh yeah. Well, it's, well, it's terrible. Season it's three like, is pretty Andrea. And she's heavy. like and, and they made her into like this this they try to make really weak ass Hamlet parallel. Yes, it's like I know. <laughs> no, they really wanted season three to ride on Andrea for some reason, and it's, it's a fart box, and it's a it bad is. idea. I still think the payoff is going to be worth good, it, Paul. Though. Yeah, I've seen. You got three people in this room that have already said that. I think so. I may have even seen the final episode at this point because I've gone pretty close to the end. Maybe did I say? I think I did see the final episode. Yes, I did. I did, and no, it is not worth it. <laughs> no, no, and also. Fuck you, five-minute uh, weepy song montage of nothing at the end. Eat my dick. Yeah. You didn't earn that sentimentality for a minute. Eat I'm good. my dick. Whatever show started doing that, which it might have been ER of all things. I think you're right. Uh, they can oh, they eat should a, be punished. Eat a bowl of dick for that shit. How many fucking shows do that? And I'll tell you what. Episode. Finding Nemo is guilty of that shit. Yeah. Ending, at the ending, it's like, oh, remember the feelings? I'm like... No, but you sure are playing hard on my shit with this music. Why don't you play this music when it means something? Or just fuck you. Is ER the show that ended? It turned out it was all inside a. No, that was no, Saint that's... Elsewhere. Oh, okay, yeah. you think it's Saint Elsewhere? I'm glad you. I'm glad you, glad you could read my mind because I lost the train of thought. ER on turned out it was all in George Clooney's uh, toilet bowl. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. He just I was shitting he was it out. Mention Lost there for a second. No, I he was talking about I, Saint I, I Elsewhere. Oh, lost. Five, I got through about five or six episodes. I still, no. I've never gotten through Lost. I never saw an episode Don't. of that either. ER Don't. never really ended, right? Because it just kept going and kept yeah, well, going no, and kept like, going. Yeah. There was no overarching story. It was yeah. just. This is an Wasn't ER. it 17 seasons or something it like that? It went a long time. It, it went, went ridiculously long. At least long, 10 or 12 years. I stopped it watching law it. Order. It was the law and order of its time where mm-hmm. just everybody watched it. it there was, was a point where I it, just stopped watching when it. When it, it was first like, started, it was pretty compelling. And they yeah. had through yeah. lines and, oh, yeah. you know, strong characters. But like every, got, every couple of new-ish. seasons, yeah. it was like almost an entirely new cast. And then at one point, all the original cast was gone and it was just... They're like, who is this doctor now? I don't. Who cares? It, it came at that time in the in the X Files time when yeah. you started to get show mythos, right? I've di- we've dived far enough. I feel like I'm. I find this weird fascination with the actors in popular shows. Once the show is not popular, like I was watching Briscoe County Junior, and I'm um, thinking, what Hold happened on. to that guy? Hold on, Briscoe County Junior. Yeah, what is that? Bruce Campbell. It's a uh, Bruce Campbell Western was, show. Yeah, it was a, okay, a one season. So are you season. saying Briscoe County Junior no, was a popular was a, show? I, I was, that was the one that made me think confused. of it. Was, <laughs> that was the one that made me think of it. Was, but who's the, I, I, who's the, I'm who's the Buffy person? I'm still watching Buffy, and it's like, what happened to the guy that played Xander? That thing's been off for oh, 10 years. dude. Yeah, what that guy should never have even been but on television. I know television. there's a bunch of actors like that. It's like, huh, that, that was really big in that show. I like Xander. He lives near the set. Give me a fucking break. Sometimes they hired that guy because he had a bus pass. There guy, go. Oh, come on. No, come I enjoyed on. that character, oh, Xander. Isn't it going to be uncomfortable when he shows up at your show? Now, am I saying I that he has any range beyond himself? No. But it works for that character. Oh no, thank you, no thank you. I am I have no patience for a character that does nothing but smirk at the camera. Shut up, <laughs> shut up. I liked his smirking. Oh, and you know he turned out to be a very pivotal part of the show, especially towards the end. 
You can laugh if you want, but have you seen all seven seasons? No, you haven't. That is the worst goddamn show ever. I haven't, to be careful. Uh, No Smallville. (laughs) Smallville is terrible. Buffy's butthole. I but I hate. I oh, probably Sarah agree Michelle that Gellar Buffy too, is so. a pretty bad show, but it's not the worst show. In of response all time. to your question, Heroes is definitely worse. Oftentimes, is bad too. Actors that you know that have, were a part of a hit show sometimes are like, "I'm done with television. I've made plenty of money. It's in syndication. I'll keep making money. I might do some theater, or they may just be done with acting in general because they get fed up with the business. Because it's a fucked up business. If okay. you're not an improvisational actor, you don't have that golden parachute waiting. <laughs> you, for you don't have the golden parachute. <laughs> I well, mean, look at Alec Baldwin. It didn't even work. You know, he's not an improv actor, and even he has to step out of the limelight. You know, it so. looks. Thirty Rock. He worked for his improv actor uh, masters. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, you're 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 looking up what he did. I'm I, just I'm just, I'm on internet movie database. It looks like he's doing a lot of indie films. There you um, go. He does the, equin- uh, the occasional uh, like guest spot on like uh, episodic television. But and in all honesty, I mean, you know, he looks like no, he's he, doing what he wants to be he's doing. He's no Marlon Brando, or, or you know, right. so he may just not get cast that but much see, or get much work coming his way. I well, did exactly not what you're that doing with, out uh, there. Yeah. with that. I, I looked up the uh, from uh, Angel, the guy that played um, Lauren, the green singing. Oh, demon. right, right. I looked at him like, oh, he passed he's, away. He yeah. died. Yeah, and that's that why would he explain didn't see why he hasn't done much lately. What about the cool Irish guy that was there for a few episodes? Oh, he's dead oh, he's too. Dead too. Oh. Did, did, I think Lauren died of AIDS, right? No, Lauren died of um, heart complications oh, due that's to right. dental work. Oh, that what? Yeah, dental work. It went bad, and then five years later, it killed him. Oh my god, that can happen, man. Absolutely, yeah, because be of like really bad uh, bad abscess abscesses and then and then got, got into his bloodstream. That affects your heart, man. My grandfather almost died from uh, some. He had like it was like positively septic, but like go as below his gum line. And, See your oh. dentist, kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't fuck around with that shit. I, it I, almost killed. I him. go to a dentist regular on the regular. That is something I do take care of because yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at them white teeth. Oh, the pearlies. Ding yeah. ding, cling. News you done. don't give a shit about. Uh, I bet I do. There's oh. a neuro flavor called Tangerine Dream. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that earlier, yeah. and I'm like, what? Uh, baby poop is being used by scientists to improve sausage. I saw that. <laughs> two types huh. Two types of bacteria were studied in the diaper samples of 43 infants, and one turned out to be more promising than the other. Uh, both types are found in adult poop as well, but it's much more plentiful in infant poop. Uh, the idea that uh, is that probiotic bacteria already used in foods like yogurt uh, could be used as a healthier option to produce fermented sausages, and baby poop is apparently crawling with the stuff. You know what, Paul? You have uh, you of all people have no right to be going Bleh, no, over I, here. I, I I've seen a lot of the shit you eat. Fermented sausages. I have lines. What are the odds? <laughs> No, what you that don't. Meat stick you walked in with. It's yeah. not a fermented sausage. It is a preserved uh-huh. meat product. It's forty percent baby poop. It's not fermented. I bet there's some baby poop in there. Fermentation <laughs> has not occurred. This could not no, ferment no, 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 no. in a thousand I, years. I bet there's some baby you know, poop Lord, in there. I- I doubt there's baby poop, but I bet you there's some rat shit in there. Yeah, well, yeah, that's well. There's an acceptable amount of rat shit in the best of foods. There's a se- yeah. In, Listen in to everything. this. He's like, Bleh. but there's rat shit here, but that's okay. Believe it or not, there is. An acceptable yeah. amount of rat food there is. Rat in poop. processed food, in yeah, all of your food. I just, for me, <laughs> because the FDA is like, look, you have a. If huge you're factory, a scientist digging so in baby diapers out. for food additives, you've come up against a wall. <laughs> this really brings home the whole: anyone who likes law and sausage should never watch them be made. I see. About the uh, 
the probiotics. Uh, poop isn't the only place it's found, but for the bacteria to be beneficial in the sausages, they they have to survive all the acids involved in your di- digestive tract. So that's why baby poop is the preferred source. It's high in bacteria and are, has already made it through the baby's digestive tract, so it stands to reason it would probably hold up for another trip through someone else's. Uh, to test the hypothesis that baby poop bacteria makes for better sausages, researchers actually had to make some sausage with poop. The team... <laughs> to test the hypothesis, researchers just bought a bunch of Jimmy Dean because they knew what they were getting. That is an unhappy intern that has to do gather, <laughs> gathering the baby poop and then testing the sausage. The team, I feel like I'm going to vomit right now. The team made a Mediterranean pork sausage known as foot. I'm sorry. Mediterranean pork sausage. F-U-E-T. Fuet. Who knows? Uh, uh, It's pronounced baby shit. (laughs) The bacteria was uh, used was cultured from the poop sample, so no actual poop was used. Uh, But the team tried their poop sausage. They told Life Science it tasted very good. Uh, Professional tasters were even brought in to see how the poop fuet measured up against the non-poopy counterpart. Guess what the secret ingredient is? (laughs) Baby shit. And they all agreed it was just as good, despite being lower in salt and fat and higher in bacteria culture from a dirty diaper. I will take my fat and salt and avoid having the baby poop. Thank you very much. It's just like with any, like... Food that's got bacteria processing, like 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 you were saying with yogurt and stuff, it's cultured from something. As I said, there is extracted from. Yeah, there's no actual poop in it. I mean, what he's eating right now, what Paul is eating right now, has actual poop in it. (laughs) As we discussed, as as opposed to the meat sausage, which does not. I paid for it. It better. (laughs) (laughs) Promises were made from this Sasquatch beef stick. If I'm buying meat at a Seven Eleven, there better be fucking shit in it. Mm Wait, wait, oh, did you just say that you're eating a, a Sasquatch beef stick? I am. He said a Sasquatch oh, yeah. beef stick. You're putting stick. a Sasquatch beef stick in your mouth. It's a Jack's Lynx. Because you have to say perfectly still, otherwise a Sasquatch. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> slide on your baby. Slightest, slightest movement. movement throws him into a fit of passion. <laughs> otherwise, oh, I got a beef that stick link will you, attack buddy. you. <laughs> the who? The link. The, yeah. This meat stick will attack you if you're not the, still. The wiener is the missing link. Lancelot <laughs> link. <laughs> oh, Lancelot link, huh? Oh, hang on there, Marta Harry. Whoa. Hey, uh, we got to go talk to the chief. I have that collector set. It's so good. Of course you do. The DVD set. I know you love that show. paid me for that. Lance Link, what you going to do? You got to stop, chump. Job is up to you. He stands for justice. He has no fear. He's the agent to call when trouble is near. Lance Link, Lance Link, (laughs) secret chimp. So He also eats Sasquatch beef sticks. Uh, Yeah. Lance Link would eat anything. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a really big show for you tonight. Oh, wow. Please put your hands together for Lancelot Link and the Evolution Revolution. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> it should be Lance Link and the, uh, and the Beef Sticks. Weekend Evolution geek. Revolution. That is an actual thing from the Lance Link show. There. If you guys don't know Lance Link, yep, there's a picture right there. Go it's look up Lance for, Link. It's, it's worth watching. For, for, a little for bit the of people Lance. in this that's, room, that's Lance Link in the Evolution Revolution. I know. I, I'm, I'm showing. <laughs> you should. Yeah, if you don't know, I'm Lance showing Link, the people that are doubting in this room. They were doing a lot of experiment in those days. And, somebody, and it was somebody got together and said, "Let's put a monkey in a trench coat." And that host, yes, that host is Ed Simeon. Yes. Ed Simeon, big show. The Ed the Simeon agency show to prevent evil. Yep. Ape. Ape versus, uh, what did I say? Chomp, I think. Chump. Chump. C-H-U-M-P. The Baron? 
The Baron, the evil Baron, the leader of Chump. Did you have the lunchbox? And Mata Hari. No, jeez. And of course, Lancelot's girlfriend. Um, what was her name? She has a dumb name. Mata Hari. Oh, I guess it was it Mata. Yeah, it was Mata Hari. Mata Hari. Yeah. Of course it was. Yeah, Lancelot. Look out, Lancelot. Be careful. What got pushed out of your brain to remember this guy? Do you, do you remember your multiplication tables? No, no. Do you not thing. know of his obsession with monkeys? Nothing got pushed out of his brain. He just didn't let things in so that that wouldn't be pushed out. I do not know. I, math is a real struggle. And it's just the the wiring. Dude, I'll tell you, it's a 65% chance he remembers my name. So. <laughs> you have I do, a name? I do set extraneous stuff aside as best I can to my detriment. Extraneous stuff, unlike yeah. knowing all the well, r- like like Lancelot like driving. He not, he not only remembers the characters' names, he remembers the voices that can do them. <laughs> well, I have the box set. <laughs> this is of not like it's an ancient memory. Now, this is he watched it a few weeks ago. It's <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, I was going to say idiot savant until oh, then, Lancelot. but you're right. It was last week. Lancelot, won't you pick up the phone? I think they're calling for you, Lance. Oh, I don't want to pick up the phone, Red Mata. I'm going to relax for a bit. Here, let's have a drink. Oh, whoa, whoa. I'm falling over. Whoa. What's great is I keep, like, improvising all this weird dialogue to make up for the monkey's weird pauses and odd moves and shit. It's fucking great, man. <laughs> fucking show. I have show. to watch an episode with you. Never sometime. seen it? No, I'm just saying I have to watch an episode with you uh, to I, see you do the, the intermediate nothingness. <laughs> I just watch it. I don't get involved. You just no. You just said you were doing voices. participation. It's not no, the it's Rocky not like Horror Rocky. Picture Show. Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, fool me, you pull your Lancelot Link action figures and play along. I wish. I wish. I wish. I would buy a Lancelot Link action figure. <laughs> You'd be part of the the uh, monthly club and. Wasn't that I wouldn't go that Simpsons? Far. Didn't they have he have like a a little Lance a Link action figure? <laughs> it was or a Lance Link, a, or like it was like yeah. a statuette or something. Yeah, something We're going to talk yes. about Lancelot. It's Link Lancelot for the Link. <laughs> King, a great reference. Yes. King. Oh fuck these guys. King, the developer behind Candy Crush Saga, has abandoned its trademark application for the word candy in the U.S. Yay. We win. Hey, well, yeah. <laughs> whoa. Right? Isn't it great when we can celebrate? What, what did we win? Rational. Human candy thought. Crush wanted to. We can use the word candy, right, in our everyday language. In a statement, that's provided not a win. To Kotaku, a spokesman for King said, "Quote: King has withdrawn his trademark application for candy in the U.S., which we applied for in February 2013, before we acquired the early rights to Candy Crusher." Each market that King operates in is different in regard to IP. We feel that having the rights to Candy Crusher is the best option for protecting Candy Crush in the U.S. market. This does not affect our EU trademark for candy, and we continue to take all appropriate steps to protect our IP. Unquote. Wait, you're saying they... they Regarding Candy Crusher, you might recall that King is using his newly acquired rights to that game in order to invalidate an independent developer's trademark for Candy Swipe, a game that debuted two years before Candy Crush Saga. Didn't uh, Candy Candy Crusher is like a completely different game? It's not even remotely similar. They bought it so that they could, you know. It's all legal maneuvering at this. Yeah, point. well, it's legal maneuvering, but like, if, if, if something like that, Candy Crusher came out before. Yeah, and they're candy. using they bought that name, so now they can use that as a infringement instead of their own mm-hmm. game. Yeah. So yeah. So using that Crazy. to go after other people. It's right. all people who are excited and delighted. 
to be able to get rewarded for capitalism and then are pissed when other people try to take advantage of capitalism and compete against them so they buy them out and crush them yep. so that they can't let capitalism benefit anyone else but themselves. Mm-hmm. It's greedy fucking yeah. dickheads yep. is what it is. It's, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's great for them when it works, but then when it works against them, they get mad. With The Amazing Spider-Man 2 due out May 2nd, Sony has already confirmed that it will make The Amazing Spider-Man 3 in 2016, The Amazing Spider-Man 4 in 2018, but with Venom and Sinister 6 movies also in development, studio head Amy Pascal has now pledged to release, quote, Spider-Man movies every year, unquote. There are no release dates yet for either Venom or Sinister Six, but Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orsi uh, are writing the former uh, for Kurtzman to direct, while Drew Goddard, uh, who did Cabin in the Woods, will write and possibly direct Sinister Six. Starting with Amazing Spider-Man 3 in 2016, which will be the third Spidey film in a row directed by Mark Webb, Pascal perhaps envisions Venom arriving 2017, Sinister Six in 2019, hopscotching between Amazing Spider-Man installments and fulfilling her mission. While enormously successful, it was $752 million in Worldwide Box Office. Uh, it's the least uh, amount of money that a Spider-Man film has brought in. The first one they did. Yeah. Mm. The first new one. I'm, maybe I'm alone in this room on this, but is anyone else just not excited about this new no, Spider-Man film? No, I was going to say, the, the, the preview was like, eh, whatever. I, I mean, literally, I think, I'm, I've just I, like the little bits that I've seen so far. I'm just like I'm eh. looking around the room, and I think I'm the only one excited about it's it. It's a generational thing, too. I think uh, you know the, the the younger demographic is somewhat enticed, but we were there already. We've been down the road with it when the franchise first finally hit. It was the first, aside from Superman, the first real hit of a superhero movie that felt like anything legitimate. Well, Batman. Batman, Batman didn't feel that way. Well, no, I get. Well, yes. The first X Men film was but ba- before but that. Spider Man well. was before the new Batmans. Okay, but here's the thing: like we've been down Not this the road plenty ones. of comic I'm book films. I'm talking the original, yeah, for the '89, which includes Batman. Yeah, they keep remaking them. This should be that should not be. Well, that's that's a money thing. It's because they have to, or they lose the rights back to Marvel. I guess I should say <clears throat> first Marvel. Look here, yeah, no, the last Spider Man was okay. Yeah, it wasn't great. I enjoyed it, but it I'm was not, terrible. They squeezed too much of that fucking. I can't believe they did another goddamn creation story. I'm not Nobody at all. Needs another origin story. We had to because they had to start over. It didn't. It didn't. No. It didn't make me hungry for the. No, next because one. the, the, the no, Tobey Maguire movies it, were pieces people, of shit. What? No. no. Right, the well, second he, one is the best one out of all three. Here's yeah. my argument for that. At this point in history, is there no one that does not know? That Peter Parker is right. Spider-Man, yeah. and that Peter Parker and has some know, of the powers of a spider. Go read a comic book for five seconds. Could they the have not movie? just simply introduced a new cast? Well, that's just it. And that's, just that's what I'm it, you know, I'm sick of the. I'm sick of them having yeah, to put out. They didn't what need well, to go back Batman too. and do a reboot origin story. Well, but they never did an origin really on the first Batman Begins. They just did no it Batman in Begins Steel, was an origin, yes. But but eighty nine Batman the well, Tim was not one was they not a little bit yeah they did a flashback bit. to they did flashbacks to the yeah. shot. but he like but when it he started was off like off. he's Batman yeah 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 yeah, yeah. there was not like him training and learning yeah, 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 yeah. see that's right? what I was getting at could we not have simply you we know, don't need a training learning time yeah, yeah let's he's just already go. in it sure you could it's do it's so much more fun to watch that let's just go okay do a little bit of the background this is not for the adults who grew up or reading about it this is for the younger generation but that's insane but that argument is every time we have a James Bond movie we have to 
do the origin of how James Bond we became a do agent. That, they don't do that. It, right. Exactly point. our point. Because you we don't like need it. That you get movies. it. He's a fucking spy. You get it. He's Spider Man. He's a superhero. That yeah. has the powers of a spider. But not. In retrospect, though, Bond has always been for the older generation. It's never been for the younger generation. Comic book movies are for comic books in general are more or less for a younger generation. It's the same thing with wrestling. But I, I don't agree with that because you've got to look that. at the fact that I, I mean, I, there are 50, 60-year-olds that are reading comic books. So that's, that's what they grew and up with. I got yeah. it, and I got it originally. For the younger generation, it would be new comics, new comic stories yes. that the older people didn't grow up with, but it's older comic characters. Okay, but I think it's stories that we can pass down as well. Originally, yes, comics were, were targeted at kids. And yeah, you're still looking at that like 18 to 35 demographic, demographic is the target for a lot of them. But a lot more writers are writing for adults in our age and older because they're they're headier stories they're more you know gut-wrenching well, the other they're, thing they're, too is write write a story for a mature audience and a kid will get on board yeah people give so little credence to what a kid can handle well, a lot that, of yeah. time they give little credence to to what anybody. adults can handle oh yeah. no yeah, yeah i mean yeah. Uh, yeah. we're talking down to the films audience. are so fucking stupid but so, yeah so like yeah that's that's it this is while we're while we were showing you exactly how we did this thing let's tell you about how right. we did this thing as well okay and but i am then tired let's, to let's death put it in, let's put it in perspective villains. about all the just the comic movies in general not just spider-man because they've done it with everything from superman the new man of steel oh, yeah. to batman the recent batman thor even captain america thor green iron man all of them were rebooted because they needed to retell a story they had to do it with the Hulk because obviously everybody hated the Ang Lee version, so there had to have been that too. But at the same time, we've had this discussion earlier, or at least Master Torgo was saying, and I somewhat agree, that he's kind of done with superhero movies. It's been a while since one really blew him out of the water. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm done, done, but I am really concerned with oversaturation. Yeah, yeah. no, no oh, but you've happened. expressed it's that. Happened. You're sort of like, am I, it's hard to be excited about and all these superhero movies. This is everything movies. we've wanted as yeah. comic book fans right. for the longest time to see our visions take place on screen and finally people getting it right and now it's just come to the point where uh, we're getting bored. Well, I think it's more... I wouldn't say it's because we're getting bored. I think it's because I I Hollywood right. latches on is like, oh, there was an audience for this all these years that you know people kept telling us there was. So... Let's make as many of them as quickly as possible, and let's get them all out into the theaters. So, yeah, it is that oversaturation thing. It's because they're trying to pump as much money out of it instead of taking the time, doing it every couple of years, you know, getting it, you know, so that there's not ten superhero movies in the theater every summer. And maybe have two, maybe three. How tops. many superhero and movies are there going to be this year? Captain America's coming up. Yes. Uh, uh, X Men, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's three. Uh, Spider-Man. Ant- Spider-Man. Is Ant-Man out this year? No. No, Ant-Man's out next year, maybe. No, I think it's after uh, after uh, Age of Ultron, which They're is They're doing a Blank Man old. sequel. Um, does Sin City count the as another, a comic book movie? Another, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Superman, right? The other Superman? But that comes out next year, 2016 as well. Oh, I thought it was in this year. So there's like four or five, yeah. which if obviously that's, we include Sin City, that's four or five. That's a fair amount. And that's what we know of. Those are the big ones we know of. I've, I've Transformers, technically? No. Eh, no. It's not, no. A, superhero. It's not uh, a superhero. I've stopped feeling the Sci-fi need to watch fantasy. every superhero movie. I mean, I've missed a bunch of them now. And I, I will say Spider-Man. that even though I'm Captain America to do much for me as far as a preview goes. I am excited about Guardians because that seems so different. Did you I see the, totally uh, believe Captain America is going to be the better of the films. I I can't deny that that's a possibility, but 
it's the first time I looked at a preview and went, <sighs> and and that kind of disturbs me being a comic book and, fan. Right. That, yeah, I was gonna say Three Hundred Rise of an Empire would also be a, a comic I don't count book that. film. Well, that's a comic book, don't. not a superhero movie. Well, but it is a comic book based. Yeah, film. Sure. it's based off of a comic We're book. We're dealing but more that's with like superhero. Saying, you know, book, Road to Perdition movie, is yeah. also a comic book or yeah. movies based on books. It walks yeah. the line though, because essentially superheroes are nothing but the Greek god legends retold anyway. Well, yeah, but well, sure, but I still put that in that whole. It walks the line. Pompeii, <laughs> you know, over oh, over the top action adventure. Ugh. Did you see the the meme with the uh, DC versus Marvel superhero movies? And so DC one was the public's not ready for a Wonder Woman movie. And then it cut to a picture of Rocket Raccoon. It's like, here's a talking raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's, well, you know what? Uh, that Teenage does show Mutant Ninja Turtles true. counts, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, comic absolutely. Yeah, okay, I gotta give you that one. <laughs> that's fine. Absolutely. All right, yeah, that's that one. And Sin City is six. I don't count Sin City. I do, because it's a graphic it's, novel. It's so what? Yeah, it's a graphic novel. It's not superhero movies. Okay, so we'll take They don't feel the... Well, the thing about... The difference with Sin City is, first of all, they're superheroes, but... They don't feel the need to tell the story in a template, which is a problem with superhero movies. They're telling it in a template. Here's this. Here's yeah, this. Here's this. It. Okay, so there are five total, five total comic book movies that coming will out probably this year. come out one a month. Basically, yeah, five because Captain America starts April, and then you have May is Spidey. I think you were just saying. Is this That's the a year lot. we have the dueling superhero movies on Free Comic Day? Maybe. Do we count Noah as a superhero movie? Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a Darren Aronofsky a, film. I a, certainly that, do. It's a special power. I'll be their opening night for that damn movie. Noah. I was shaking the my head when He's I saw that trailer. Power. It's Darren Aronofsky. I know. Yeah, that doesn't change the fact. Not for you not guys. It. I'm a huge Darren Aronofsky fan. Every movie I've seen, I like I've Darren Aronofsky. Don't get me wrong. I'm just like, it's like, Noah, really? I don't know. I'd kind of like to see what they do with that. Yeah. And I, I like Aronofsky's take on things. Like when you see the fountain, it's a it's the the movie compared with. I mean, with I'll tell you with graphic what, novels. I tell you, would sell Noah Noah for me. He's, uh, it gets to that point where he's like, "I've got to get two of each animal, load them on the ark." What? Wait a minute. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bunch of goddamn bullshit. You out there in the audience, you you believe this bullshit? <laughs> Are you fucking crazy? Sure, I, I put as much credence as I do. Three hundred. Crazy? Are you insane? I would go see. I would go see any other movie right now. Look, I can barely okay. do this with CG. Barely. <laughs> no way could I do this in real life. This is a a, a a myth at best, an allegory, perhaps. You people sicken me. So, no, it was a Southender. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, of course, we have to acknowledge uh, actor, writer, director who brought mm. us Animal House, uh, Meatballs, Caddyshack, yeah. Stripes, Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day. Harold Ramis has died. If you were born anywhere between 1970 and now, the things that Ramis has helped to create are probably built into your very foundation. Uh, Even at 63, and yes, still. Yeah, Ramis was declared uh, deceased uh, due to complications related to autoimmune inflammatory vasculitis, a disease he's been fighting for nearly five years. 69 years old. Rest in peace, Egon. Yeah, that's a sad one. That was a bummer. Yeah, that's... That's one. It's like, I, I still wanted to see some Harold Ramis stuff. I really... I can't think of anything I've seen of his that I didn't like. I mean, there's some I haven't, there's some I haven't caught all of, but uh, 
Yeah. I couldn't watch year one. Year one I is started, terrible. I started okay. to watch it. I, I couldn't get awful. through it. That's yeah. the only one of his films. Year one does really year put one has, stick in this. Year one has like one or two scenes that are kind of funny. It is unwatchable. One of his movies that came out and was just like nobody talked about I forgot it. About it it. kind of slipped under the radar. The the David Duchovny Evolution. I really enjoyed that film. That I wasn't thought that bad. was a lot of fun, and and that wasn't and bad. smart. But like a lot of people were like, "You want to go see what?" And I'm like, "It's at the Dollar Theater. Let's go check it out." And then I'm like, "Oh, this is Harold Ramis. Oh, okay." So you know, obviously, and I I enjoyed the hell out of it. I own it I, on. I, I think on that was DVD. a victim of the hype machine. They really pushed that like crazy, and it was it was no way for it to live up to the expectations of that. I actually have a couple friends who actually worked with Harold, Ramis, really, and they everyone. Well, uh, Patrick, yeah. our friend from our movie wins a lot. Uh, did he's in uh, uh, Stuart Saves the World? Okay. okay, Stuart Saves His Family. That is yeah, one whatever of the that best is. movies. Yeah. Patrick has a I very small role movie. in that. I think he shot for like two days, but he said nicest person he's ever met. Yeah. My sister in law actually is a in lot the of movie. people say that about him. Yeah, my sister in law is actually in the movie Ice Harvest and plays the dead wife that they end up throwing in a trunk. Uh, and she always makes a point of pointing out they put her in a fat suit, so I better point that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and she said, you know. He's just a tremendously was tremendously nice person. So oh. apparently, it was awesome to work with. Well, I mean, really think about Ghostbusters. He's really, I mean, he's one of the writers of that. Yep, he's the one that brings the heart to that movie. I mean, Ackroyd's there bringing in all, all the wacky Ackroyd's supernatural stuff. Well, and and he's also a supernatural nut. So all yeah, the, the techno jargon, all the techno all jargon has come from him, and Bill Murray's all the smarmy stuffs come from Bill Murray. And Egon, even as the weird, cold, distant nerd, is the heart of the movie he's, uh, he's Egon the, and uh and why well, can't i remember the other guy rick moranis no uh the other ghostbuster Winston Zeddemore. yeah yeah ernie wilson ernie wilson, ernie wilson? i think ernie he brings hudson, a lot of heart hudson, right. the two of them together bring a lot of heart to that right to right that tell them about the twinkie yeah tell them about the twinkie <laughs> yeah um and and, okay. and of course we've all watched that this week again that was i mean we've watched the at least the twinkie scene i've seen posted everywhere well, yeah i mean like you know it brought Movies that, you know, like stuff that I was never into, like golf. I was never into golf. He wrote Caddyshack, and I still will watch that movie anytime I see it. You know, Um, Rodney Dangerfield. I was never in a frat, but I love Animal House. I just recently, not well, within the last year, uh, finally bought Animal House and rewatched it. Boy, that's a good movie. Yeah, it is. That is a very entertaining movie. Did you get the one with the the, uh, 25th year stuff at the end of it? I don't remember. I think so. Maybe it was a Blu-ray, uh, but yeah, it's one of those. You watch that movie and you go, "There are like eighty, maybe a hundred movies that are trying to be this movie and yeah. horribly fail." Right? You know what, Harold? Don't Ramis, even come close. I think Harold Ramis is probably the link between National Lampoon and oh, yeah. the Next Aesthetic. I think he's sort of the link between them because he was. The the Animal House National Lampoon and Vacation yeah. National Lampoon yeah, and, and Vacation. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. No, don't forget Vacation. You might be right actually. Yeah, I, I think he's sort of that's what brings brings that forward into the eighties. Definitely. Peter Dinklage is set to star as Private Eye Doctor Robert Fredrickson, aka Mongo the Magnificent. Now wait a minute. Wait one goddamn fucking minute. Okay, everyone, quiet for a minute. Can you feel if Peter the Dinklage? Story? Yeah. No. If Peter Dinklage is going to play a private eye, there's only one role oh, for him. God, I, w- I will itch high private I, yep, eye. That's I knew that's where you were going. Why would you not? What a fucking waste! Oh, well, that because project has, isn't being done yet. 
Would it maybe because he go, <laughs> you want me to play what? We want you to play Inch High Private Eye. Paul, Best short actor in the world. Paul, if you really feel the need to make an Inch High Private Eye movie, get the script going, and I happen to know an actor in town who'd be perfect for the role. <laughs> if I ever make an Inch High Private Eye movie, it will star my wiener. I have a tiny trench coat that I got off a <laughs> off a Ken doll. Not where I thought you were going. And a and a and a fedora, a mini fedora. Coming. You have watched that episode of Harvey Birdman way too many times. Zoop. <laughs> <laughs> My inch high private eye. He's playing Dr. Robert Fredrickson. It surprises me that you AKA, just said that. AKA Mongo. Inch high private eye. Mongo the Magnificent. Yeah, in a brand new HBO sci-fi TV series titled The Beasts of Valhalla. The Beast of Valhalla is based on a series of novels by the late George C. Chesborough and is being scripted by Justin uh, Monjo? Monjon? Uh, the Game of Thrones star would be, uh, would be character, Private Eye Dr. Robert Fredrickson is, of course, a dwarf who was once a circus acrobat, hence the name Mongo the Magnificent. The gist of the story is that Fredrickson puts himself through graduate school, eventually becomes a professor of criminology at NYU, while also moonlighting as a fully licensed private sleuth. The books are set in the real world, but with a twist, there are some supernatural elements bleeding into it. <laughs> An affair of sorcerers, the third novel in the series, happens to involve underground cults of warlocks as well as tarot readers in the Big Apple. Uh, Manjo calls it a grounded sci-fi series, which is heading toward pilot from HBO and Ben Stiller's Red Hour production company. Uh, Dinklage is signed on for six seasons of Game of Thrones and could well sign up for season seven, so it's not like this is going to be interfering with that. So I'm watching Game of Thrones right now. I've got to watch the it. The season three yeah. yes. <clears throat> that just came out okay. on DVD because I don't keep up with it currently. Sure. <coughs> There's only ten episodes in that season? Possibly. That's not unusual hour, for HBO. Long, That's HBO, yeah, man. They're an hour long. Yeah, yeah. but there's usually 13. Episodes. No, a 10 to 12 is where they're not keeping it right now. Oz used to be eight episodes a season. <sighs> okay, It's so still really good. I'm still enjoying it. Off, but yeah, they're full hour episodes. Off though. the Game of Thrones track and off this. I'm not really off this track, but what I have a problem with, and it's not necessarily about the show. It's about the society thing in general now where nothing... Is not. I mean, everything is being taken from a book or something else, something that's already been done, okay. and nothing is original. And I mean, that's you know. Uh, you know, you know. There's there's a movie called The Ten Commandments. Oh, I know. That's taken from a book. Yeah, I mean that shit. It's always been. It's always been. Yeah, books I was gonna, for, yeah. I, was say, I think you'd be hard pressed to go back to the history of movies and come up with. Ten percent of them were based on something else, right? That, no, that's that's honestly true. But I, I well, just yeah. want something. But no to original be content, genuine and original. Truly original content is is seems to be getting rarer and rarer. And uh, then when it does come, it's, it's Pacific Rim. <laughs> well, <laughs> or it's or it's uh, Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory wasn't the catchline on two Pacific and a half Rim. Men. A completely like original idea. Wasn't that right? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. A, I think we used those words. It wasn't yeah. the tagline. That was the quote. That was the quote. A new and original idea. Yeah, it wasn't a tagline yeah. for the advertising. But yeah, it was so a, when were these books written? Do we know? Are they are they set in modern times? Are they set? Your fact check. I don't have yeah. a smartphone. Uh, sorry. A dumb phone. Commander K, calm down. It sounds like <laughs> we can't hear you right now. It sounds like the us. interpretation. <laughs> Just calm down, Commander. It sounds like the interpretation is going to be set in modern day, but yeah, but with a twist. It feels like it was probably a 
maybe a 50s book or a 40s book even? <laughs> hey, no, I, got, I don't uh, think it's that old. I got, you don't think so? I think it's I newer? All right, here we here go. We go. Mongo the Magnificent. Let's see if my guess I is I got right. no problem with Peter being in more stuff. The right, guy's, he's the great. He's a great actor. A good actor. Great actor. The show is called The Beasts of Valhalla. Uh, the books, you mean. I was going to say, uh, appearing in yeah. several books by George C. Chesborough. How many? I it's not really? telling me how many books and when they were started. Hold no. on. Really? Find think, a title. Yeah, think oh, even sorry. Simon Barson is Find a title. He'll, he'll get back to us. He'll get back to us. All right. In the meantime, uh, Welsh actor Matt Ryan had a brief run on CBS's Criminal Mind Suspect Behavior. He also lends his voice to Edward Kenway in the video game Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Uh, for his next gig, he'll headline NBC's adaptation of Constantine. The Constantine pilot is written by Daniel Cerrone from Dexter, with da David Goyer on board as executive producer. Constantine will be directed by Neil Marshall, who previously shot Game of Thrones. This is NBC? This is NBC. Hmm. Yeah, you brought that. They were doing Constantine. You brought that up a few, yeah, this a few is the, weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Const Constantine is now officially cast. I'm okay with this. By a Welsh actor, which that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Is it? I don't know the book. I don't know the comic. It is a very British character. Oh, okay. Very British. Based on Sting. So, unlike the movie. Yeah, but I like Is the that true? Movie. Was, he, was he based on Sting? Yeah. They physically, was blonde based hair and everything. Sting. I mean, he looks like Sting, yeah. but yeah. The movie's I, okay. But I like the film. I yeah, think it's decent. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a, the book. It's a fun movie, but yeah, it is not Constantine. Yeah. They've been showing it a lot recently, too, there's on cable. There's some cool cable. moments in that movie. That, oh, yeah. And if yeah, you don't I know the book, there's some like, okay, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, I remember when I saw it, I was like... It's a good movie, but it's not. Its heart was in the right place, yeah. mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it's a definitely a fascinating concept. Yeah. yeah, it could have been a lot worse, to be honest. So yeah, so take that, and you now have a TV show. In the in the comic book, he first appears as a secondary character, I think, in Swamp Thing. Correct. And he's just a goddamn prick. Every time yeah. he comes into the book, he is screwing with Swamp Thing's life, and he's he's been he's manipulating him, and he's really subtle. He's just, you know you don't know what the hell he's doing, and suddenly he's got what he wants, and he's gone. And I can and see it, that, and that carries through to the comic book. And the comic book, even though he's a central character, he's still pretty much kind of a prick. But you know, one, Keanu played that Keanu played that kind of role somewhat in the film, like the opening of the film. I mean, most of the time he was an absolute prick. Yeah, that was one thing. I mean, if I'm trying to remember, it's been a while. But doesn't he sort of dispose of one of his buddies right off? Sort of uses him as. Man, it seems like he's it's been too long. Yeah, I can't remember. I was just watching it the other day. It didn't seem like. Uh, like, he, he just seemed like a prick in the film. I mean, certain scenes, like, he'd act like an asshole, but his heart was in the right place. And I thought Keanu did well with the script. I completely agree. Completely agree. Even even the, the, uh, the role for, uh, what's his name, uh, Gavin Rosdale. He played that kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. Decently. I seem to remember somebody had... Pointing out that Shia LaBeouf gets killed in that movie, so... Uh, he does, yeah. and that's the best redeeming quality. <laughs> Okay, there were there were twelve books in the Mongo series starting from nineteen seventy seven through okay. two thousand three. Seventies, okay, cool. Through the se late two thousand three, though. So yeah, wow, two thousand three was the last one. Wow. Uh, the author so George C. Chesbro died in uh, two thousand eight. Wow. So this is the same era that who censored Roger Rabbit was being written in. It was apparently the age of really weird detective stories. Mm -hmm. Okay. He also wrote the novelization for the Golden Child. Huh. Well, what would I have done without that? I don't know. It just was I fun fact that knife. I came across. I, I think that he really brought heart to the Brother Noomsie scene. <laughs> was Alan Dean Foster busy that week? <laughs> no shit. Uh, wow. How many Alan Dean Foster books have I read that were movies? 
Caver Sutherland was discussing his role in Metal Gear Solid V when he revealed to IGN that he's been involved with a Mortal Kombat game. Quote, I did Mortal Kombat, and that's such a huge game, but it's so not like MGS5. Legacy producer Lance Lone seemingly confirmed a new Mortal Kombat game back in 2013. Uh, Sutherland voices Snake in Metal Gear Solid V, Ground Zeroes, and Phantom Pain. So Mortal Kombat apparently is well on its way. So a yeah, new game, but Eve Sutherland. Let's let's it wasn't weren't they working on like newer movie stuff? It's got to be Kano, right? That would be that would actually kind of work out well. Uh, it would work voice wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Uh, um, yeah, I don't get the whole Kiefer Sutherland thing. You like I it? get the Donald Sutherland thing. Donald Sutherland's awesome. Mm-hmm. And Kiefer Sutherland, Sutherland has only had the thing. career he's had because of right? his father. Yeah. I still Keith watch. Make, uh, he's got to be cast stuff, right? right for sure. He's, he's sometimes cast in things where he I'm was like, okay in Lost huh? Boys. Yeah, I, I still watch 24. Kelly's Heroes about once a year. Thou shall not right. kill. Thank you, thank thou, you, Edith. Thou shall not. <laughs> Edith, quiet down out there. I'm trying to sing the Lost Boys song. Here's my point. Meathead was wondering about how the Lost Boys. If the best thing you can say is he's not bad in that movie when he was 17. Right, I know. Thou shall not shit. Oh, I didn't realize that was was part of the code. He was in Dark City. Don't vampire shit. Hey, Archie. Yeah, he did. Vampires, I guess they don't shit, do they? I don't know. Why are you talking to me about that? Because all they do is drink blood. I don't think they'd have to shit. That's why the song goes like it does. You need to occupy your mind with better things. Thou shall not shit. Thou shall not go into sunshine. Well, that's just a given. (laughs) I would. That seems obvious. That one seems obvious. Stick a a (laughs) stake in your own heart. (laughs) Why would you need? I feel like you wouldn't need to tell them that. Right? You think that's the fact? I don't. I don't think. I feel like Edith. I feel like that's unnecessary. Apparently, these vampires need remembering songs. (laughs) Paul, I I needed to book the onyx right away. What? I really want to see, you know, reenactments of episodes of All in the Family. With you being Edith and Torgo being Archie, I don't know who's playing. I'll be Meathead. Have Mike you, and <laughs> have you never seen his one man show with uh, Edith and Art and uh, and Archie? I haven't. He is pretty good with the both parts. <laughs> I can see that in the blurb. He now. smacks he's himself pretty around. Pretty good at both parts. <laughs> he's no. He's no Keith or Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Why don't you fucking stifle it there, Edith? Nobody wants to hear these vampire, vampire remembering songs are driving me up a fucking wall already. But Archie, listen to this one. Thou shalt not eat garlic. Well, of course not, you dingbat. Somebody it kicked would, the arm, it stuck. It would kill him. <laughs> Thou shalt not have a reflection in the mirror. That's just well, something now, they're going to notice. Right? That seems like right? you that, don't need to explain it to them. Why don't they use a whole verse of their remembrance song? That's like it's just... Uh, thing. That's like... That's, that that's like you'll have two feet. Yeah, that, if you that have two have feet, you have two teeth, feet. Of course. Okay, but it's just, it doesn't of course, make any, it's you, Thou shalt have a beating heart as a human being. That's all right, all right, Dan. You guys need to take it the fuck outside. 
getting fucking sick of this shit, ain't it? I'm tired of spending my nights listening to you caterwomping away at vampire remembering songs. Let them fucking forget. <laughs> you know what would be great if some of those vampires forgot some shit and died? <laughs> you keep singing, they're going to keep remembering. So it's it's all in the vampire family. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is. What a great it's like title. It's the monsters meets all in the family. All in the vampire family. Turns out they're actually vampires. Archie Bunker is a vampire. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. I can't even keep a straight face on saying it. It'd be pretty great. Speaking like of. Like, blah, blah, there, read it. <laughs> I'm really thirsty with a blood of some virgins over here. I hate it. Looking for those bleeding heart liberals? <laughs> <laughs> those are the juiciest kind, eat it. I'm going down to the blood bank to make a withdrawal. Archie, quit trying to eat our stepson's blood. <laughs> or our son-in-law's blood. Come on over here, meathead. What do you want, Archie? What do you want? I want to suck your fucking blood, uh, you blood stupid again? son you of a bitch. You go through this every day, Archie? Come on. I'm just, hey, I'm, I'm an undead succubus. What do you look, want from I, me? I agreed to marry your daughter, but this is uh, beyond the, This is crossing a line. I feel like you're crossing a line here, oh, Archie. Archie, why don't you let him sit and relax <laughs> and have bad. some dinner? <laughs> you don't want to drink him while he's all hot and bothered and Anyway, give him some time. Fonzo, how's your Sally Struthers? <laughs> Mom. I'm trying to figure out how to work George Jetson in it. Like George, George Jefferson in it. George Jetson in it. Yeah, George Jetson. Yeah, you can figure out how to work George Jetson and I'll be impressed. Mom, I'm Dad. I'm show. I'm moving to Hollywood. Right, Mom. George? Mom, Daddy Uh-oh. turned into a bat again. <laughs> He's flying all around the living room. Archie, you stopped that right Archie, now. Archie, if you just get out of my hair. Get out of my hair, Archie. How many times do I have to tell you to get the fuck out of my hair? Get that in your head, You just think that. Everybody thinks I'm Jesus in their fucking Christ. hair. Just don't get in my hair. You know around. how I hate that. You know how I hate that. I can't fly around my own goddamn house. It's just some fucking bullshit. Archie, I'm trying to eat some soup. Get him out of here. I'm just trying to eat some soup here. Hey, what's going on? I'm George Jefferson, Daywalker. <laughs> wow. Jefferson the Blade. Wow. I heard there's a blood-sucking sucker up in here. Uh, Where are you? Where are you? Come on. I'm going to put this undead honky to rest. There's no, there's no, there's no, no, Can you, no, no, no blood suckers. nothing going on here. Everything's no kosher and above the board that day, Walker. And in, uh, and in walks Ralph Cramden. Everything's kosher. No, no. I can't wait for the very special episode with Sammy Davis Jr. Vampire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> he'd be, I don't know what he'd be. He'd be Van Helsing or something. Uh. <laughs> I tell Van you, Helsing I, Davis I, Jr. <laughs> As long as it's not a full moon. I'm going to- <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. You know, babe, if I wouldn't know any better, I'd say you were a vampire, but that's crazy But talk. Sammy Davids Jr. was Jewish. How could he uh, How could he use the, 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 the symbols crucifix? of the Catholic, Catholic Church to... to <sighs> Dustin, hey, he's babe, terrified of rules, stars of David. Van Helsing. Rules are meant to be bent, babe. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon with them, Alice. To the moon. <laughs> I'm going to kill all those vampires. George Jefferson Daywalker. That's great. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. TNT is developing a new series based on The Librarian. If you're not familiar, it's a trilogy of made-for-TV movies starring uh, Nola Wiley as the uh, title character. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the network aired the first installment, The Librarian, Quest for the Spear, in uh, 2004. Nobody watched it. Uh, actually, a lot of people watched yeah, it, followed did. by yeah, Return, to, uh, Return to King Solomon's Mines in 2006 and Curse of the Judas Chalice. In 2008, all three movies were successful, and now, six years after the last entry, TNT wants more. But this time, they're interested in a 10-episode series. Uh, Wiley is currently the star of TNT's Falling Skies, which is moving into its fourth season. Is that still going on? It oh. is. Yeah. Uh, yet the network still wants the actor to, actor to reprise his role of what Flynn season? Carson, fourth season of fourth. The Falling Skies, uh, for its new project. According to TV Line, the show is tentatively called The Librarians... And it would, quote, center on four ordinary people with extraordinary talents who discover that they have been selected by Wiley's uh, Flynn to work for the library, an ancient fellowship of knowledge and heroism. The quartet travels the world investigating strange occurrences, battling ancient conspiracies, and protecting the innocent from the dangerous secret world of magic. So quote. So the sequel is not going to have to star the main guy. He's just going to come and say, here, you guys go off to do this, and then walks away. Probably a mentor. He'll show up once in a while. Okay. He'll probably go on a journey or two here and there. Hmm. And it's not the library here in town. It's it's not the gentleman's club. For those not in Vegas, the library, yes, is Didn't that shut down like a few years ago? And it's not. I don't know. open. I see still traffic there. It's It's not a remake of The Music Man from Marion's Perspective? Which would be interesting, Marian, actually. Library. I would, I would yeah. go for that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Maybe I should write that. <laughs> Get on it. I'm on it. I'll read it. Okay. Harlan Ellison's short story, Repent Harlequin, said the TikTok man has sci-fi pedigree. Ellison famous, uh, famously wrote the satirical dystopian tale in just six hours, then got published in the 1965 issue of Galaxy Magazine. It's the story of Everett C. Marm, a normal guy living life in a dystopian future in which time is strictly regulated by a timekeeper known as the TikTok Man, and simply being late for something is a crime. In an effort to rebel against this strictly regulated society, Marm poses as the Antarctic Harlequin and sets out to disrupt everyone's schedule with a number of whimsical distractions. If the TikTok Man finds out who he really is, though, death will be his punishment. The story won the 1965 Nebula, Nebula Award and the 1966 Hugo Award for Best Short Story and has since become one of the most reprinted sto- short stories ever. Uh, one thing it's never been, though, is a film because Ellison, whose relationship with Hollywood has ranged from cautious to combative over the years, has never trusted anyone enough to allow them to license it to adapt the iconic work. Finally, he has found the new creative studio, studio headed by Chris Tucker has answered the call. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you know what's going to happen with Ellison? Uh, what do you say about TikTok man? TikTok man? Ah, the TikTok man. Deadline <laughs> reports that Babylon 5 creator J. Michael Straczynski has been given a film option on the story by Ellison. Oh, of course, Straczynski. That was his second option right after <laughs> Tucker. Just because you thought it'd be funny to hear Chris Tucker say TikTok man? <laughs> All of that to see you could hear Chris Tucker's that's TikTok. He did, he did that. He, he, he did that whole thing just to get. He, he's like, Holland Nelson, Holland Nelson, come on in, come on into my production studio. I'm Chris Tucker. Good to meet you. Well, let's look at this story. Let's look at the script, Holland Ellison. Let's see what you got. TikTok man, TikTok man, TikTok man. No, all I right, was, all right. I like you, it. I'm on board. You bring up Chris Tucker just so you can do Chris Tucker. No, no, no. Holland Nelson did it. Wasn't, don't blame me. You're an idiot. 
The two previously <laughs> worked together on Babylon 5, where Ellison served as a creative consultant. But <laughs> TikTok man! Straczynski you want to still- remake TikTok man? Still had to work to Come convince. Come on, Dallas is my TikTok man. You're making my werewolf balls itch. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god! We had, we had enough of a break. So you did listen to that episode? No, I have not. Uh, <laughs> no, I said. And that. I don't want to hear anymore. Uh, TikTok man. We're gonna have to have one of these gummy lifesavers. See what's in this because uh, you're like they're delicious. I'm getting out of control here. Said it was going to happen, aren't you? you I did. Right? I Sugar did high. Sugar highs kicked in. The two of the, you, the two man. of you guys sitting next to me. It's funny. Oh. Like you, you expected it to happen, and then you're like questioning it, and well, then the you earlier team. questioning why he was just like going out of control. It took a while. I got a front load. Whoa! <laughs> yes, Whoa. Whoa. You certainly do, my friend. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be a step. I'll be a step better than your backloading usually do. Oh. Beep, beep, I'm surprised beep, you don't run over more often. <laughs> He already released his darts. Wow! Before when he got here, he went to the straight into the bathroom. Oh, oh I just peed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I don't have. A, I don't have a poop on deck. I'm good. <laughs> on deck. <laughs> Batting next. <laughs> the next, poop next. made of Chris Tucker. The poop, 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 hey, poop, I'm ready to jump out his asshole. <laughs> Tick tock man. <laughs> there goes our black listener. Oh, it'll be a delicious. You know what? What are you talking about? Nothing Tick-tock better. Man. Nothing better than a little Chris Tucker in your sausage. Tic-tac, man. <laughs> wow. Oh. We just went full circle. Come on, Coben Dallas. Coben Dallas. Tic-tac, man. <laughs> this is out of control. <laughs> this week. Just, Jeez. What's going on, big perm? I mean, oh, big worm? Just oh, Coben Dallas. <laughs> you got knocked up. Fuck out, Tic-tac, man. Tic-tac, man. <laughs> I'm not And you know this TikTok man <laughs> TikTok man The PlayStation 4 went on sale in Japan on February 24th and according <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, for those who are wondering uh you are not going to get the rest of the information of the article we were just talking about so I guess you have to look it up yourself no <laughs> Go online and look it up yourselves Cuz if we talk any more about TikTok man <laughs> We will never get to the end of that story. So, Before you run Master away Torgo has wanna, wisely moved on to another story. I do, want, I do want to point out that what's going to happen, Ellison's been fighting his stories being published because he's always arguing. He's going to die, and whatever hot bond he's living with is going to sell himself like crazy, and it's going to make all the you? Philip K. Dick books, uh, Philip uh-huh. K. Dick movies look like nothing. Perhaps. There's going to be a thousand freaking Harlan Ellison movies once he passes. But I think Ellison would also say that at that point he doesn't care. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. And, yeah. Yeah. PlayStation uh, 4, you say? February 24th, went on sale. According to Japanese publication Famitsu, the system sold a, uh, th- a 320,000 hardware units. The uh, two-day sales figures are a lot better than they were for Sony's last console launch. PlayStation 3 sold 88,000 units in its first two days of release in Japan. Uh, now PlayStation 2 remains Sony's fastest-selling console in Japan to date, hitting 630,000 units in its first two days of sale. Yeah, play, man. PlayStation Two just seemed it's to hit. It's, this, it's the king. Yeah, king there's something. It's interesting. Coben, Coben, my man. Mm. Coben, my TikTok man. Listen to me. Oh. How, how many consoles they sell? How much? It, d- just now. Three hundred thousand. Three hundred twenty thousand. That's a lot of consoles, Coben Dallas. <laughs> that's a lot of consoles. They're moving boxes. <laughs> 
Ironically, this is making me not want to watch the movie. <laughs> Sony Pictures <laughs> has purchased the film rights. It's been a while since Paul spent half the podcast just amusing himself. <laughs> Are you kidding? He does that every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a delicate balance. This one is comatose and sugar rush. Sugar rush. Balance. There's no balance. <laughs> He's too front loaded to be balanced. <laughs> it's always a it's always extremes with him. He's like super tired or super wired. <laughs> we need to dart him. <laughs> Sony Pictures has purchased the film rights to Console Wars, a book chronicling the war between Nintendo and Sega in the 1990s. This book's not even out yet, right? No, it comes out in March. Uh, actually, I think it might... No, June. Uh, Seth Rogen uh, has apparently signed on to write and direct a film based on the book. Oh, I got, a, I got an early preview copy, man. It's great. We're going to make this a movie. You guys want to make a movie Me and my this friends book? Oh, okay, yeah. It'll be boy. hilarious. He'll be joined oh, by boy. his longtime writing partner, uh, Evan Goldberg. I'm working with Evan on this one. Me and Evan are going to do this. We're thinking... For the Sony, for the for the Genesis, we're gonna go with uh, Sir Robert Gilgood. It's an okay. He's impression. gonna be the Genesis, mm -hmm. and for the Nintendo, of course, there's only one man to play the role. That would be Chris Tucker. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> hey, I don't want to play the Nintendo. Don't make me to make me be the Nintendo. I want to be the Sega. Let me I be the Sega. shall be Sega. the Sega. I am playing the Sega, Mr. Tucker. All right, fine. I'm the Nintendo then. Why well, I got to be the Nintendo? That's all right. I got Mario. Hey! <laughs> Super Nintendo. Take that, man! Uh, okay. Mr. Rogan, I'm confused as to what we're trying well, to do. Well, I'll tell you what's going on here, basically. So, so Chris, uh, in this in this scene, Chris, you're like you're like really, really, really upset because, you know, Sega's taking a whole chunk of market share at this point because of their new advertising campaign. Well, superior. Uh, and you, 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 you Sir Robert Gilgood, you, yes. you, I want you to understand that what you've got, yes, oh, yes, yes. Oh, you've got blast processing, okay? Yes, I'm Blast well processing. Do you not Don't think you I've really done my homework? That? I'm well aware of now, my blast now, processing. Now, Chris, Chris, you've got the greater library of titles and more third-party action, but uh, you don't have blast processing, and Sega does what Nintendo. Look here, man. I don't know what you think the Sega can do that I can't do. I'm going to tell you what now, Corbin Dallas, I can do anything they can do and I can do it better. <laughs> That's See, true. who's this Corbin Dallas he keeps referring to? <laughs> no, worry about it, TikTok man. No, 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 TikTok man! I'm not a TikTok man. You're a TikTok I man! Do not a, Mr. Rogan, can you please explain to him that he can call me you know, by my normal name? Why don't you go back to Downton Abbey, TikTok man? It, it, don't nobody want you around here. He keeps TikTok, bringing TikTok, in TikTok. characters that aren't in the script. Shut up, Sega. It's very Nintendo. difficult. What, it wants for, finally, he calls me by my character's I'm gonna name. I'm going to tell you what, Sega. It's Thank all you. like Donkey Kong. But cloud! TikTok man! <laughs> Tick, who is this TikTok man? Is your dick? He keeps referring to. <laughs> the truth comes out. Unacceptable, Mister. Okay, Robert. that's a cut. That's a wrap for the day. Wait, no, we didn't oh, do no, that. No, no, no. Great, Sir Gilgood. The, the camera was rolling. No, no. no. whole time, whole time. No, Movie's no, basically I, done. Uh, I, Movie's I, basically done. I, I insist. I see the dailies. Nope, I insist. No, nope, nope, so yeah, don't. Evan Goldberg and uh, Seth Rogen. I don't do second takes. Producing. I don't, uh, I don't believe in second takes. Book. I don't believe in second takes. First time in the can, it's gold. Jeff had to put his foot down on that one. <laughs> <laughs>
kind of like the very Somebody wrong version of the to. Mac and PZ commercial. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great to have Robert Gilgood and 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 Chris Tucker as the, uh, as the respective consoles? No. <laughs> For, forgive my ignorance. Is he still alive? No. Okay, good. I thought so. Uh, I got a call this week from a guy I thought was dead. That was weird. What? Yeah. Ralph Wham. Ralph Lamb, the, the Vegas TV show, or what the hell was it? The one um, with the... The old 70s Vegas show? No, the recent one they did, where he was a, was a sheriff of the Vegas in, uh, in uh, oh, the Oh, the show, Vegas on like CBS. Or yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. who oh, yeah. was based on that. Yeah. 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 Oh, he called me. Wow. <laughs> What's going on? I, I mentioned him in an article, and he was happy about it. Oh, did he did he sweet. say how Chris Tucker was doing? He did not say how Chris Tucker Because in the background, I bet you hear him saying, Hey, Ralph Lamb! You've been along a long time. Can you hear the clock ticking? Tick-tock, man! Chris Tucker does get around. I do. The Console Wars <laughs> film is based on the book by author Blake Harris. Author Blake Harris. Who gathered, Dallas. gathered I think stories. head has exploded. <laughs> who gathered stories from hundreds of people who witnessed or were part of Nintendo and Sega's many behind-the-scenes battles. crushed souls on the couch. <laughs> You've crushed them. There's three crushed souls on the couch. As, as if they've been put in a car smasher and made into a cube. A fraction of the size of their original souls. It's like an article I actually wanted to hear. Just and defeated like, and I'm, smashed. I'm bombarded with him doing Tucker. Are you oh, oh, there is no reason for us to well, talk. Well, there's one of two options. Get smashed or join in. And I felt like joining in tonight. No, you know, <laughs> I'm excited about it, too. I think it's going to be a really a really interesting project and once I it all hear, comes uh, together. Well, the loud agreement of our listening audience. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Well, Charlie Rose, it's very nice to be on the show. I, to talk about the process of the Council Wars movie, I... Man, I'd really call yeah, it a yeah, process. Yeah, yeah, enough of that, Corbin Dallas. Let me tell you no. something, TikTok man. <laughs> this is what Charlie I'm talking about. Do you see what I'm saying, right, Charlie? I'm finishing this story. <laughs> the story's getting finished now. <laughs> the book, is, says, the book <laughs> is set for a June 14th release. <laughs> Sony Pictures plans to turn the book into a behind-the-scenes business thriller, but a documentary also being headed up by Rogan is being developed as well. Rogan and Goldberg are currently interested in this bit of video game his industry history. They penned the forward in the book. That's so excellent. a documentary. I'm, I'm really excited for that. I really am. Very excited for that. The book I, and I the will, movie? I, yeah, I'm excited for all of it. Yeah. I'm more excited for the documentary than I am for the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's wonderful news. I love classic video game lore and nostalgia. If well, you guys clearly, are interested yeah. at all, go buy Game Over. If you want to know all about Nintendo's history, that is a good one. That the is ultimate a good one. history of video games by Stephen L. Kent is, of course, still the definitive tome. This one will probably reshape that one era well, in a really nice way. There. Masters of Doom, if you want yeah, the Masters 90s of Doom stuff. is a great one. If you want to learn how to have long, luxurious hair like John well, Romero. Well, Barry learned a lot from that uh, book. He did. It's <laughs> 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 just reading that book. Your hair grows like two it inches. It does. Yeah. It just grows um, while you're reading. So it's a book. Yes. They've already agreed to do a movie of the book and then also a, a documentary. Right. So basically there's a documentary and a fictionalized version of the book. Mm-hmm. That's a doc yeah, docudrama. That's kind of yeah. crazy. I, I cuz I think the book's like that SNL book that came out that was all an- anecdotal stories behind the scenes uh oh, okay. direct interviews with people that were involved. So it'd be kind of like the uh the, the book Pirates of Silicon Valley versus like the movie Pirates of Silicon Valley, which is like... Yeah, okay, yeah. there you go. Because uh, the movie was really good, but the book is a lot better because yeah. it really delves into that whole 
Jobs and uh, Hey Steve Jobs uh, My name is Bill Gates oh, Lord What you doing over here in my garage Come on now This is my penny of chip This is not how I pictured him sounding Put that down Corbin Dallas <laughs> Put that down Corbin Dallas Wait, wait, whoa! Chris hey, Tucker guess what? Guess what, Steve Jobs? Jobs? Guess what? Uh, I just Bill took Gates? a trip to I just took a field trip to Microsoft uh, to to Xerox Corporation. I figured out a cool OS, and I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal that shit. TikTok man. So who's playing Wozniak? I'm. Con- it's all. Uh, little, who would be Wozniak at all that point? Who would indeed? Oh, let me think. We gotta think of a, a bigger yes. guy um, who uh, could uh, pull Willis. off the Woz. Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis is the Steve Wozniak. <laughs> yeah, you're, since you're all doing right, Chris yeah. Tucker, you might as well. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Steve, I think, you know, you got a real great plan here, man. But just watch yourself, okay? These parties, these good times are not going to last. Let's do this for fun. Let's do this for good times. Come and Dennis. <laughs> come in, my man. Come in, my man. I got to I gotta tell you something. I got to tell you something right now. I don't like the that Steve is using a closed OS. I don't like it. He's got a closed OS, Coben Dallas. Let's don't have. Let's have an open system. Come on, Coben Dallas. You know what? This, TikTok man. This all reminds me <laughs> that Fifth Element is kind of a guilty pleasure of mine. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's not a guilty pleasure. That is a damn good movie. Uh, it's like, no, you do, you watch it, you enjoy it, and you're like, I shouldn't be enjoying this right. as much yeah, as yeah, I'm enjoying yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I, I I'll tell you, you I like that. that movie a lot. The thing I. It, Chris Tucker is my favorite thing about that movie. I love his performance oh, in he's Ruby Red. Completely over the top. He's amazing. I'm sorry, you must have missed the hottie named Mia Jovovich in that movie. Uh, whatever. Eh, she's all right. I but mean, she's attractive and yeah, all that. Yeah, she's good but looking, but man, I just thought Chris Tucker was wonderful in that movie. That re- I mean, it really changed my whole opinion of him. Ian Holm. I think like, he does really good in that. I was Ian like, Holm. the guy's an actor, number one, and to portray such an outrageous character. Yeah. Took a lot of courage on his and part. Stick to it, from, and nail well, from, it, and from the from the from the the career that he'd built for himself. I thought it was a really bold leap. He's pretty good in uh, uh, Jackie Brown too. He is. Yes, he's, in no, this, he's, like, five he's good. He's yeah. a good actor. He's a good yeah. you know how hard you have to work to outchew the scenery over Gary Oldman, right? Yeah. Oh, Gary Oldman was garbage in that flick. You I did not like best, his choice. You know how I thought the best the character whole Southern that film accent. Is? Thing, he was trying to be Ross Perot. Other than Ruby, Rod. that's what yeah, that, that was what he yeah. based it on. Yeah. Other than Ruby Rod, I think one of the best characters in that film was uh, Pleva Laguna, the opera singer. That's yeah, that a was cool a neat character. character. Now, I love, so the, like I said, Ian Holmes as as uh, the priest too. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah. I've got two of the songs from that on my, Coben, my iPad. Coben, my man. I was surprised at that movie. Like I, I usually like Luke Besson stuff, Coben, Coben. but it, it's like that Coben one. Luke Besson is an interesting director, man. Yeah. The and best writer. description I heard of that was a friend of mine who, who uh, described it as like jumping into the fifth episode of an epi- of a heavy of. Bro, actually, it was he said it was like reading an issue of heavy metal, but reading and reading all the different stories as if there were one story. Oh yeah, that. that's a good description. Yeah. But that movie does a pretty good job of like. Here is a deep, complicated world, and we're not going to spoon feed it to you too much. Yeah, See, you know what I mean. Like there isn't too much set up, and like here's what all happens, and then we get somebody discovering what works. all happened. Yeah, that's it's what just, I like about you're kind of you're kind of on the same ride that Corbin's on. And Tiny Lister playing the president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back to the origin <laughs> stories. There's really no need for an origin story. Just tell the damn story. Jump in. Right. Well, it always comes up. Somebody's no, going to ask them at some point, what, how the you're hell did you get, get to where you're you gonna are? You're going to get tastes of history here yeah. and there, but it needs to come as flashbacks. Especially if it's a haunted character and they've done, you know. Yeah, something. they didn't tell you a lot about Bruce's character in that film. They hinted at stuff. They said he did some stuff like he was in the military or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But he did, they did nothing out of the kind. The best stuff jumps in in, in, in the deep end. That's, that's, that's a big thing with improv scenes. You start in the middle. 
All right. You start in the middle. Well, yeah, good writing's that way, too. Yep. It's been 30 years since Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In honor of the anniversary, the duo... Whoa, 30 years! Holy smokes, dude! 30 years. 30 whole years! That's a rotten piece of pizza! I better put some extra anchovies and peanut butter on that. I'm still probably going to eat it anyway if it's a rotten piece of pizza, man. Yeah, I'll eat it. I don't care. I'm a turtle. That's what we do. We eat pizza, man. I can Hang feel out Jeff's sewers. eyes rolling at me. <laughs> I feel it. Shredder, I, I, why are you letting these turtles eat pizza still? Surprise, Jeff's still in the room. Be quiet. <laughs> Remember, remember the two weeks duo ago? are yeah. teaming up for the first time in years for oh, IDW good. Publishing's oh, good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 30th Anniversary Special Comic Collection. Oh, cool. Now that I can get behind. The 48-page treasure trove will include some all-new stories and artwork from Laird and Eastman. It'll also feature short stories from Eastman and some new collectible artwork. I picked up... Uh, Is there going to be some collectible pizza, man? I picked up their color classics, the works hard hardbound volume. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. If you're, it's the old school turtles. Did they they just take the old and then color it? Because I know well, like a lot of the original stuff was just black and white. Yes, the old and and it's you know it's been colored for years, but this is a large scale. Okay, the the large absolute edition style. Large absolute edition style, full color uh, versions of the original turtle stories. Yeah. The first like seven issues. Okay. The second volume that comes and the, the first one looks like a brown pizza box. The second one looks like a white pizza box. Cute. They're really cool. They're really cool. I got to pick up that second uh, volume, but great stuff really takes me back. And it's just so fun too. Cause another great thing about that series, man, they just did a one-off with that first issue. They're just like, let's see what happens. And it sold like gangbusters. What it went like to eight printings or some shit like, like that. that. Yeah. Right off the bat. I think the initial printing was, about two thousand, yeah, for the first yeah. issue, and it went insane. And they, because they kill Shredder in the first issue, yeah, they fucking kill his ass, blow yeah. him up, and that's it. End of story. After like they kill like hundreds were, of those the foot mousers, soldiers, and foot mousers. Clan. They no, were mousers, doing mousers, mousers, second issue, yeah, mousers, was the second like, issue? yeah, mousers yeah. next, yeah. Um, my bad. The uh, yeah, it was just a one off. They they were doing it as a response to the whole everything's a teenage. It was a commentary on the comic book industry at the time. Yeah, it was a comment. It was it was Teen Titans and the X Men and yeah. Mm-hmm. Although then there was a giant slew of parodies of the parody of the turtle. And yeah, the radioactive something something adolescent hamster. radioactive black belt hamsters. Yeah, and, I have many of those issues. And, and, and there were there were probably a dozen <laughs> Miami titles. Mice. That's um, uh, Mark Boday. There you go. He's actually been in town a few times. There's a mural of his on the wall in <laughs> okay. your town. Yeah, so like um, all those uh, anthropomorphized animals. So where where do they? Where, where did they dust Laird off? Because when uh, that's a good question. With, the, with their money, when they with their initial money, when they, they got the first big check, Eastman bought Heavy Metal, and Laird bought a restaurant in Massachusetts. Sometimes that's all you need, man. Yeah, no, I mean, nice restaurant. I've eaten there, but <clears throat> do they serve pizza, dude? I don't think Let's so. Let's go no. get some pizza, bro. <laughs> no way. Lots, lots of little, turtle soup. Little high end for oh. pizza. Turtle soup, not oh, this it's a house, fancy man. restaurant so on the bottom on of a ski slope. Yeah. If I remember so they right. probably do serve turtle, turtle soup. soup they probably do, or is it mock turtle soup? On the hat. it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle soup. Coven, Coven, my man, are you hungry? Are you hungry? I got this nope, great place nope, near the chalet. Nope, nope, TikTok man, come on, time's no. running out. TikTok man. No, I'm fine. TikTok I, man. No, I don't. Wait, need what anything. kind of neurobliss is it? Yeah, one huh? more story. I'm fine. <laughs> one more. What kind of neurobliss is it? Yeah, it's neurobliss. White raspberry. What kind? White raspberry. 
Yeah, but what oh, kind? One bliss makes you narrow, and one bliss makes I tried to derail. you passion, and the one that doesn't Kill sleep you, you <laughs> will do nothing at all. Go drink sugar, because it's the same thing. It's graceless And slick. if you go... <laughs> <laughs> Indeed it is. Oh, yes. <laughs> Indeed it is. <laughs> and if you go chasing vampires uh, in the middle of the night. I'm just trying to sit uh, there remembering uh, songs. Jesus, Edith, I don't and hear I'll it. stay in the crypt until uh, the dead midnight. Edith Grace Slick. Because mm-hmm. I know it won't be the light. Uh, you had to? Just remember. Really? You to brush to your Edith. fangs. It's like the third time you told me this. <laughs> Edith, if you don't stop singing, I'm going to come over there. Remember <laughs> what oh. the Nero Bliss said. Oh. Edith, Edith Slick, I'm going to come over there head. in just a second. <laughs> Suck my head. Suck my head. <laughs> All right. Suck my head. <laughs> it's a vampire remembering song. <laughs> Even before Robert Kirkman, Tony Moore, and Charlie Adlard's black and white Walking Dead comic was adapted into a hit TV series and became one of the biggest pop culture entities in the known universe, copies of the small first print run of the very first issue were hot commodities amongst Mm -hmm. comic collectors. Now that the show's blown up, the comic's even more, though uh, people are paying hundreds for even uh, much, much less than pristine copies of the landmark comic book eBay seller Comic Kings just unloaded a very shabby copy of Walking Dead number one with a .5 grade from the certified uh, uh, guarantee company. That's the CGC. We call that under the the foreboards uh, condition. Right. They sold it for $754 after an auction that garnered 47 bids. People are stupid. Uh, Comic Kings provided a bit of backstory, quoting them, uh, All the BS aside, this is one special book. The owner had no clue that Walking Dead comics were worth anything and drove around in his car for months with his book, laying in the back seat, the floorboard, up in the back window, etc. He thought he threw it away until he went looking through the stuff in his car, and there it was. So we've saved this baby from the dumps of Virginia Beach and preserved it for all time, thanks to CGC. It may be ugly, but it's a it's beautiful in its own way. With your high bid, you can give this book the loving home it deserves. But with the proper the floor degradation, you weren't kidding around. Give it, own, give it a little more of that, you know, decay flavor. That's true, and and the, I've seen a picture of it. It thing is pretty barely, rough. Oh, it's, it's what a yeah, comic book rough. is. So, I mean, yeah. like. I, no offense to you guys, but a comic what? book isn't supposed to necessarily be kept as a what? pristine thing. It's supposed to be read and used and enjoyed and get thrown yep. in the back of a car and forgotten about. I mean, that's yeah. that's, that's why that's it's on it the paper it's on. That's why it's u- the ink is used. It's used, you know, the, er, you know, the, the original day, comic back books. Back when you paid, yeah. you know, buck 25. Or even a quarter or a nickel, yeah. you know. And Comic that's Kings a, probably bought it off for like 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, going back to like yeah. those old pulp publications, like yeah. we were talking about Same earlier, thing. those were those were literally designed not to be around for very long. Yeah. Like they were meant to be read and thrown away, so they printed them very cheap paper yeah. and very cheap ink, which is why a lot of them are not even around anymore because they have decayed so much that they can't be used. I mean, some people kept them 
in good shape. But, you know, for the most part, a lot of those are just lost forever, especially the Penny Dreadfuls. I was looking this up when I saw that this series was coming out, that a lot of the, the original Penny Dreadful uh, publications just went by the wayside because, you know, I think people okay. read them. They, they'd pass them on to their friends. The friends would read them. And then, you know, they would either get thrown away or they just And they'd would... give them to monkeys. And then you know what happens yeah. after that. And then, of course, the monkeys pass them off to peacocks. And that's how you get AIDS. No goddamn respect for books. None. No goddamn respect for books. Where the fuck did peacocks come from? You ever lend a book to a peacock? You know what? I'm not sure where peacocks come from, but they are book haters. They are notorious book haters. They'll shit all over the books. What the fuck world I just come in? They scream. Seriously. Every time they turn a page, they go. No, they have a horrible. You're sitting have, here. Have you been? Right? Have you? Like yeah, seriously, every if you, week. If you have a library in <laughs> no, your but home, but the three of them now are looking at me oh, like. If I'm you have a library in your home, don't. Yeah. Don't even let a peacock in your yard. Nope. Don't no. even like anywhere nope. near your You're home. You're inviting. Just, just because don't plan that is crazy. Trouble. Have you been up to Floyd Lamb? That is trouble. Floyd Lamb. Yeah. Uh, they, Mark. Yeah. A pe- an angry. Where the peacocks a, are? Yeah. Well, you put a book. You know what I? You know what I saw there that I'd never seen before? A bunch of destroyed books. Flying peacocks. What? Of course they can fly. But of course they can fly. I'd never seen it before. I'm like, holy crap, that's it's, a big bird to be flying. Well, they are more, like, more like glide. No, fall they with fucking style. fly, they man. Fly. I looked up with a freaking peacock. And it's a weird shape, 80 feet too. in the tree. Really? Yeah. I feel like I just came up in a Twilight Zone version <laughs> of the Ugly Couch Show. We're talking about peacocks hating fucking books. It's the ornithology, yeah. ornithology version. That seems pretty par for the course in my book. In my peacock hating book. <laughs> they always seem to get my book. When I'm almost done with it. Oh, but really? I never get the end. I have to rebuy the book so I can read the end. Well, that's Conversely, peahens are perfectly fine. They're actually oh, in cahoots with the publishers. Yeah. They're so, very literate, peahens. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, you're with me, right? Peahens. <laughs> peahens are, yes. Peahens are very yeah, literate. but they like that really high literature stuff. Oh, style. yes. No, they're very much the Jane Eyre set. The Jane Three Eyre, actors. the Tolstoys. That's all I got to say. The Dostoevsky's. This journalist over here. All that stuff. The, the, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, peacocks. What's in your peahen? Write to us. Comments oh, at uglycowshow.com. Oh. My inch high private eye is oh. in my peahen. I got a kidney stone in my peahen. <laughs> Hopefully it'll pass. <laughs> you haven't been a peahen. I haven't been peahen in a week. Oh. Hey, <laughs> And until next week, I am Master Torgo. <laughs> Tick tock, man! <laughs> God damn it! And he's Jeff. Captain Luddite. TikTok, no, wait, uh, fact check candy. <laughs> and Bonzo the Lost Beat. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Hey, uh, by the way, yeah. EA Sports can suck it. It's in the game. <laughs> What's new? Well, because the whole thing of like you buy a, uh, uh, which I, of course, but if you buy a previously owned EA Sports game, yeah. you cannot use the server again. So now you have to pay $50 to re to get into the EA online. Is it only 10 No, it is, if, what? it is now $50. What? $50 yeah, if you don't buy a new it. copy? If you don't buy a new copy, it's 50 bucks to get on that server so that like you and a friend can play. Oh, that I haven't yet. heard about them. this at all. What? Yeah. I thought it was 10 bucks. No, well, yeah. my, my buddy Steve and I were looking it up because he bought Madden and we were like, oh, yeah, maybe we can play some Madden. And then and he has also got a Tiger Woods that we were thinking about doing, and they're both mm-hmm. EA Sports. And I was realizing the Tiger Woods I have, I can't even use the pro shop to get better equipment because it's online. And I can't access it in any way whatsoever. So I Until have to go, you get the thing. So I have to buy it separately. Code, yeah. And what Holy they smokes. purposely do is they just take the old ones down every like every year because they're like, well, everybody's just gonna buy a new copy. So why would they want an old copy? So we don't need to keep it running. So you know. Yeah, EA's EA's pretty bad. Cu- EA's bad customer service. Bad. Gunning again for worst company of the year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's <laughs> happened a while ago, but yeah. So.
Yay for EA Sports shitting on a possibly good weekend. Boo. We yeah. hate your game. I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Yeah. It's a we new hate game. These but if games. it's any consolation, it's a the new Madden is not supposed it? to be that good anyway. So. What's that? If it's any consolation, the new Madden's not supposed to be Well, this that is an good old Madden. Anyway. It's like Madden 11. That's oh, the I problem. See. It's I see. an old version. You're getting one that's good. Uh, and then you have to yeah, pay. yeah. But, you know, it's an old version. Wow. Well, it's just cheaper. I didn't want to spend $80 on a Madden if yeah. I could get one for the for same damn game. Five bucks. They only support the sports games for like two years and then it's like done. Yeah, because they just assume. Because most of those. Most of those people are fanatics. Yeah, and want they the buy every one. single copy. They're yeah. like Keyman collectors. Well, I t- they're yeah. stupid when it's it comes true. to the game. I tell you that uh, <laughs> they will do anything that company tells them to do I and give them thousands of dollars. I, I don't think anything. You will buy this lumpy piece of plastic. I will buy this lumpy piece of plastic. Everything they've shoved down my throat. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about? Who, what are wait, we talking wait, about? Wait, wait. Are we talking about TikTok man? Are we talking We're about talking Jack's about links? Man, aren't we? Yes. Are we Sick talking about links? Um, things down your throat? Paul, what kind of neurobliss is it? Huh? What, what kind, kind of neurobliss is, is it? It's it's neurogag. <laughs> <laughs> D- guaranteed to get esophagus deep. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll choke you every time. <laughs> <laughs>